Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Chat havers, let's make a conversation with us tonight. Anthea Oberbeck. What's up? We're here with Luke Taylor. One of the, gr- one of the greatest in- to ever do it in the game. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Doing what? Uh, making, spreading joy <laughs> in an alternative way. Yeah, in an alternative way. Alternative comedy. Yeah. In my own way. We can't, you know, there's, we're not club comics, Anthony, you know? Uh, Neither of us. No. You, maybe you could have been if you had, you're tall enough for it. Yeah, I think I could have done it. I think, think if, it, if you grinded, you could have been like, I could really like work on material, become a road dog, like done the whole thing, done the damn thing. I still, I think I still could. Really? I think anything I want to do, I can do. Hmm. That's it's just, do you want to do it? Right. And you don't want to do it though. No. That's what's keeping you up. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping you back. Keep me up. Well, keep me up at night. I lying in bed going, I don't want to be a club comic. Fuck. Keeping you up at night. I just took a nap. I was telling you, I wake up from this thing. I'm bit, I'm damn drenched through my shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling. You, I was so sweaty. I Dren- felt. Like, I tell. I tell you what. I was so sweaty. I felt like I was. Uh, uh, I was so sweaty. I'll tell you. I was so sweaty. I felt like I was uh, in one of those. Uh, I was in a in a sauna. I was so sweaty. Jesus. Yeah. Could you can you believe that? No. Yeah. I wanted I to say like something. I was gonna say something nasty. Like I was in one of those animes where everyone's coming on each other. But then I was like, why do I want to say that? But yeah. then I couldn't think of a second thing. And he Anim- stuck the lot. Anime on my picture being cold too. <sighs> Maybe it's the, shooting car- out the cartoon hot. aspect of it. Shooting out hot. I mean, come. That's not shooting out. You're not shooting that out. That's not a damn Mr. Freeze. He ain't shooting up icicles. <laughs> I think cartoons got no blood in them. would be like huh? cold-blooded. Cartoons don't got blood. Uh, so people have these porn fantasies of right. fucking a cartoon. Yeah, and you like don't you think... Th- and hentai and stuff. Yeah. But I think... Hentai. If you, hentai. Mm-hmm. If that really happened, you, they would just feel cold and clammy to the touch. You think if you fuck Jessica Rabbit, she'd feel cold and clammy? Yeah. Roger didn't think so, but he's because he's cold and clammy. So to them, they that's don't even no, know. Yeah, that to them, that's normal. We're hot-blooded humans, right? It's like Full two, two lizards fuck. They think they're warm-blooded. Yeah, they think this is the hottest. <laughs> they're like, it's thirty-three degrees for them. They're heating up, but for us, if we still felt that, they'd be very cold. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a good bit, maybe in a. An adult animated cartoon. If yeah. There was to show how hot it is. You see a lizard, and there's one bead of sweat s- squeezes out. That'd be good. But I don't think anyone would get that. Maybe on like lizards cake. don't sweat. Yeah. I cake. think that's funny for cake on FX. Do you? That it's so hot, the lizard has one, bead, one of bead of sweat. And it's also um, in the style of Japanese animation, so it's also showing the lizards embarrassed. Oh yeah. Because it's so hot. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the. Li- that's what they do. When they're embarrassed, one drop runs out. <laughs> what is it when the three drops shoot out of the eye? Three drops shoot out. You know what I'm talking about? I think I the one drop, the, like, I know you can't that's embarrassed. The, you can't do the face. They could do the one beat of sweat in Rango, too. They could. I I really, have you ever seen Rango? the landing. He, they're talking about my sauna joke. They could do the one beat of seat in Rango, too. You seen Rango 1? Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I can't. I don't know why. I th- Have you ever seen Rango? I've never seen Rango. I really, really think you specifically would like Rango. I'd really love Rango. I, I, it's the, the sensibility of Rango. Chad, let me know what you think. Do you think Anthony would like... I really think you'd fuck with Rango, bro. You think anyone out there knows me? Um, well enough to even... 
know about if you would like Rango. Yeah, let's I hear people let's know. hear in the chat if there's anyone that knows me. People when Colin personally. was on, people would know people knew Colin. And people that's know what it's But that's one of your close collaborators. Oh, no. People yeah, can I maybe you got this. Hmm. Everyone likes the people that I collaborate with, but not me. Huh. Do you get that? Um because like I do stuff with Colin and then people are always just reaching out to Colin. Look, we got Reveries reference. People are re- reaching out to Colin. McDougal. Having never seen the movie and not knowing the guy, I would. I think he would not like it. But more says he would not like it. Hmm. Do I feel... I, and you're talking specifically about, like, Wyatt and David. Yeah, let's say with people you collaborate with, do you have an insecurity where you go, why is everyone always reaching out to David to do... or? Uh, <laughs> or messaging those guys being like, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. shrimp boys. And you right. go, why don't you, why no one ever sends me a message saying I love well, shrimp boys? Well, here's, you know what? You know what? I don't. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I know David, genius level performer. Somebody hits up David, I'm like, I think that's crazy. I think yeah. he's the best actor I've ever met in my life. And I mean that. Best actor. I do. I okay. literally think he's the best actor I've ever met. I truly, I believe with all honesty, as his friend and as not his friend, I believe he will have a Steve Buscemi-esque career. I truly do. His ability to commit to a role is something. So with stuff like that, I'm like, I don't have that skill. Go yeah. with God. Yeah. Now, Wyatt, he's a little bit more approachable than me. I could be sort of ornery. I don't know if you knew this about me. Yeah. I'm a bit ornery. That's kind of my thing, you know? We might be the same guy right. in our little pods. I, I, I kind of, fu- you know, and that's why I sort of, you and I, I think, have kind of a fun relationship because we sort of like, we're, we're sort of thorny, the two of yeah, us. The yeah, ornery guy. Yeah, like ornery. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that what that means? Because I kind of thought it just sounded like thorny. Ironically, I love Anthony Stutt, but despise all of his collaborators. That Oof. sounds like a joke. Yeah. Now, having never seen the movie, Rango is the reveries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, who are your collabor- Who are your main collaborators? Matt Baratz. Matt Baratz. Colin Burgess. Colin Burgess. Basically the same guy. I mean. Other ends of the spectrum. Matt's more thorny than I am. Really? So then I thought, what if I collaborate with a guy that's more nice? That, <laughs> and no matter what it is, right. I feel At like first you're always like, are. You're like, oh, well, I've got to be the nice one here, so they'll collaborate with me. No. Yeah, not Call even it. collaborate, but just like people reaching, people like sending you a message to be like, "I love Reveries" or like, "I love Shrimp Boys." Really, like, you just so you're not like you're not talking about collabs. You're talking about compliments. Just yeah, huh? And then I have another. This is same world. Okay. Similar complaint. Okay. Similar world. Okay. When I was single, no one ever slid into my DMs. And I was, and I can't have never figure it out because everyone I know, at least once, someone on social media slid, slid into, into their, their DMs. DMs, or sometimes a girl would make the move, and no one ever slid into my. But DMs. you, but you're. Am I unapproachable? No, Anthony. Your whole thing is, I, I, and I mean this, and I'm not laying your chin. Your whole thing is, you're kind of tall, dark, and handsome, my man. That's so I'm unapproachable, you're, you're, right? You're, you're the sort of you're the handsome stranger. You're the vagrant Jesus. coming through town. Brother, brother, brother. I'm, I that's knew what it. you want to be. But no one. That's ever, great. That's the archetype. No one ever told we're, me. Okay, this. we're talking about. Listen, listen. What's my no ar- What's my archetype? Fucking Woody Allen, basically. <laughs> I mean, really, really. Let's get into it because it's it's pervert. pervert. Uh, no, it's you know Jewish guy who's like you know I'm like whatever whatever my archetype is. Uh, uh, people Are you say Jewish? yeah. Okay, it'd be so funny if I wasn't and I said Woody Allen. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I've gotten Jeremy Piven before. 
The Jeremy next was Pittman's before. Good. He's good, but he's sort of like Ari Gold. You know what I mean? Everyone in the history, you've got a James Dean thing, man. Like, in, yeah, no you're one's sliding into James Dean's DMs. You know what I'm saying? You're the only person that's ever made me feel better about this. I think it's great, man. Meanwhile, no I'm like, whatever. hey, rah, 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 and like girls who are like, rah, 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 like, like, rah, 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 like just, yeah. that's what's going on in my DMs. <laughs> like dogs. It's like a fucking kennel. Not like the girls. That sounds like really <laughs> bad. Like I, we're acting like animals yeah, yeah. towards each other, you know? Like oh, everyone the in these DMs are, DMs are yeah, crazy. Yeah, but everyone's like, whoa, Anthony, like, I don't even know what to say to him he's Fuck. fucking well, so i mean look man that's okay the i've ep- asked so many people and i said what's the deal and i said why doesn't everyone you've got that approachable <laughs> i thought maybe i was mean no you you just you're you got you got it you're tall dark and handsome baby you got an x factor were you making Let's a point of posting hole? yeah were you posting anything sexy yeah just hole oh mm. Just the whole? Could they tell it was I yours? I would CGI out the rest of myself. Really? That would and be so much harder hole. than the opposite. But then po- then CGI in myself in the hole looking out. It's nice to know that my Photoshop skills are good enough that I could Photoshop out my genitals on a naked photo of myself. Easily. Yeah. It wouldn't be a big deal. I could make it like a big, huge pubic mound. I don't think I could. Really? I would have to send it to someone to... That's all these computers, man. That's what that... This is a signifier of... Lights, computers, 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 computers. Uh, that's why. Oh, this is a joke I've had for so long. Um, I've really, it's a sort of a fake Beatles song <laughs> where they're scared, they're like, computers have just come out, and, he, and it's John's like, computers, computers, scales, hell. <laughs> Computers, computers, what tales they tell, you know, and it's like about them being really scared of like the big old computers. Yeah. So I'm trying to like, I don't know, sell that. I'm not really sure exactly what I'm trying to do with that idea, but something with computers, computers. I know where you're at. Yeah. Did you hear the uh, Paul McCartney song where he's clearly just trying to do craft work? No. Uh, Temporary secretary. Temporary secretary. Yeah, we know. Let's. Radiohead famously covered computers, computers. At Glastonbury, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, I guess, in but my mind... That's like, that's him, that feels like him in the 80s being like, hearing all this new music and being like, I can do that. Yeah, definitely. Or not, maybe not craft work, maybe more uh, Devo. Yeah. It's him trying to do Is Devo. that one temporary? Sec- I guess in my mind, temporary I'm like, he wasn't... I, I, uh, if yes. the Beatles had stayed together, they would have ended up in the 80s, yeah, doing some weird... Electronic. I mean, I would think, you know, Yellow Magic Orchestra? Yeah. Kind of, in some ways, arguably the Beatles of Japan, people have compared them to. Oh, yeah. David and, Sylvian? Uh, or was he Japan? Rumi Masono and a couple other guys in Yellow Magic Orchestra. Yellow Magic Orchestra. Was Ryushi Yeah, Sakamoto. Sakamoto? Mm-hmm. It's him, it's uh, Rumi Masono and one other guy. And I feel like they're... I know not all this stuff, not because I'm a fan of the music. I just have been selling a lot of CDs lately. You've been selling a lot of CDs lately. Is yeah. that... <laughs> Is this like your book scheme? The books are hard. CDs are easier, though. You Okay, so this is... La- was that when you were on my stream? Were you talking about the book scheme? No, no, no. We were just talking about it? We might have just been talking. Wait, there's no scheme, though. I just was selling books. Yeah, but, well, Meg said that your whole house was filled with, like, textbooks you were trying to sell that you weren't selling. Yeah, just I was just trying to sell any kind of book. Right. So now you're selling CDs. Because books you can get for free from... Little public library. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. 
You're going to the little public. Li- you're talking about the things they built on trees. You're fucking around. And then sell those. Are books. you tor- Are you pulling them out? I used to. It didn't work very well. What do you, no what one you, puts uh, good books. Are you like a like a you're like a fucking like the bad kid on the block in a cartoon? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm Why like the, a squirrel? You're emptying gets, out the fucking the little public libraries. No, I would only take the ones that looked like they could sell. <laughs> and so the popular public, ones that people would want. The little public libraries, it's just it's not for it's like fake uh, goodness. What do you right, call that? Right. Fake uh, virtue signaling. It's like virtue signaling. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. it's only ever in, it's like in Silver Lake where you yeah. go, who in this neighborhood needs free books? And that you think is what justifies you just kind of taking them. It's just going to end up, I mean, someone's going to take right. them. You know, it's one of those schemes where just, just imagining you away. like walking, like you're walking through, I imagine you're walking doing this. For some reason, there's no way you have a car in, in this situation. You're walking well, from little library to little library. You'll love this. Huh? You can download an app that shows you where all the little free libraries are. And then so you're just hitting them one by one. Sometimes, and then yeah. sometimes they got DVDs in them and Anthony's licking his chops. There was a, about a week where <laughs> Meg was driving me around. We would just follow a route driving around. It's, it is one of those things where you're just like, dude, just fucking deliver food for fucking DoorDash at that point. Like why you're like, your scheme is a lot harder than actually just doing a job. But then you don't have to work for anyone. You don't have to support DoorDash. That's so true, and and you know what? And that's and that's worth. It makes it worth every penny because you're your own <laughs> boss. Because you're your own boss. But also, I sounds tried like you're that. selling Amway, man. I tried that. It didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah, it's more the satisfaction of getting away with something, right? Of you stealing know? books from a free library that sure is like you know probably not really doing any good, but ultimately not something I look at and I go, I got a fucking uh, steal I, a couple. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm like, I'm not. I'm not thinking like, how can I turn a profit off this thing that hurts nobody and. It's maybe not an incredible public good or, or positive, but it's not a bad thing. But it also helps nobody until you don't know that. You don't think anyone's the book until someone's you're helping you. You don't know. You don't think anyone's ever gone by a little public tree library and gotten a book from it. I don't think anyone from a bad neighborhood has ever been like. I need a cop. I need a Nora Ephron novel. Nobody. A it, shitty. I need a beat up or Nora Ephron novel. But it's, I get that the, the implication isn't always though. It's going to a bad neighborhood. It's also just supposed to be like we have books lying around and maybe you'll want it. You know. So what's it's the, like a fun project for a mom and kids to do. Yeah. So they're still having fun with. It. <laughs> what's the most you've gotten for a stolen book? Um, the happiness. Uh, original screenplay, which is out of print, is I have it listed for like eighty bucks right now. Mm, so that's no not the same no as got for it. Yeah. yeah, that's listed. So he didn't ask listed. That's uh, not really a good question. Most you've gotten. I'm trying to remember if there was a big one. Maybe ten, fifteen bucks. Sub Sam, ten, fifteen bucks. Thank you for the subscription, Pretty Sam. Fine. Much appreciated. Um, ten, fifteen bucks. Okay, so let's move on to the CDs. What, so is that that's a better market? CDs you could hit big, right? Is more consistent. I've had a, CDs are going out. Just get a fucking remote job doing data entry. But it's more fun to just be doing it yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more fun to put. It's more satisfying and it's better for your brain to be solving these problems to create to every day wake up and go. How am I going to make money? 
when you start doing yeah. things automatically, like you, you know, what's so funny? I just rewatched Zootopia. That's literally what the little fox character is doing. He's always got a little scheme. You're kind of really, <laughs> really reminding me of him. I, uh, it's very, it's very. He's like got a scheme where he's melting down an, a big elephant popsicle into smaller popsicles for uh, hamsters. It's not, it's not dissimilar to what you're doing, my bad. <laughs> so all you gotta do is team up with the police. It is um, funny. My glasses, the center part broke, and now when I wear them, they make me dizzy. Anthony, hold the mic a little closer, please. Closer to what? Your fucking face, dude. Here, I'll turn them up a little too. Right oh, on I got my two mouth. mixers. Uh, what compelled me to not watch but rewatch Zootopia? I don't know. Me and Katie were packing up, ugh, packing up the house, and we I didn't see it in a few years. You ever seen Zootopia? No. What does it mean not to? What compelled you to not watch but rewatch? As in, like, as in the implication, like I've already seen it, and I look like, at oh rewatch. The crazy thing about Zootopia is, said, is yeah, it, yeah. it's the most pre-Trump like end of Obama era movie ever. It's all about racism in like the most like literal way in this way where you're like, this movie made no sense like two years later. Yeah. In, way, like, in what way? I like literally they're like, they're like, just cause he's a, a Fox doesn't mean he shouldn't be allowed to eat at this restaurant. Like literally like it's like oh, it's yeah. racism, like capital R like American style racism. Yeah, yeah, animals yeah. are doing to each other. Yeah. It was old racism that we thought we had solved. Exactly. And it was like this sort yeah. of like victory lap thing, yeah. you know, is the feeling that really was like, yeah, like nineties on was just like, we solved racism. We if you deal with it in a movie now, it's just like rehashing the like, we did it. We yeah, remember yeah, yeah. this is the, bu- and the bunny's a cop. Famously. Yeah, yeah. The main character is a police officer. And then 2020. And she's thick. Learned. Yeah. There's a lot of porn of her. We fucking, there's a lot of porn of, of the, the rabbit character. The is there really? Rabbit. There is. Yeah. Is there a lot of Zootopia porn? There's a ton. More than you could ever imagine in your life. Those kids gotta be fucking young though, right? Are those animals adults? They're adults. Don't worry. I mean, I guess by like bunny ages, but probably one or two. But, you know, that's for a bunny. That's an adult. Do you think can uh, can animals have sex with kids and it's OK? Mm, more so than adults. Yeah. Can a dog have sex with a human eight year old? <laughs> and it balances. It's like, OK, it balances out. Or is it are we crossing a line? Um, you know what's funny? I was at a uh, Comic Con, <laughs> and I uh, uh, the guy who made Lilo and Stitch was there, mm-hmm. and he was he was uh, he was really he w- he drew horny stuff, like he drew a picture of like Jessica Rabbit being so horny next to Stitch. Wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah, he's like the creator, and all of his art, art was like the sexiest drawings of the older sister and like Jessica Rabbit next to like Stitch. He was piece. doing that at Comic Con. He was selling them at Comic Con, and they were six hundred dollars a pop. These these drawings he made, and he was there with his normal looking wife, extremely anime daughter, drawing anime on an iPad. And I was like, damn, it was crazy. And he was like, but also selling stuff to kids. Like, were there kids there? I mean, are kids allowed at Comic Con? Yeah, yeah, with an adult. And so if an adult comes comes up does he just sort of slide the no no and it was like obviously it was like on the like it was the centerpiece was how sexy these people were do you prosecute the adult animal or the child not gonna answer that um do you have any thoughts about what i just said i don't really want to go back to that stuff you don't want to talk about animals having sex with kids not really (laughs) no i it's like you pretty much can say what you want on twitch but i'm like yeah no you know what it is no it's not that it's a censorship thing 
it's I don't really want to talk about that. Yeah. You know? Like I it's like we could, I don't want to. Yeah, personally. Uh, to me that's not very like funny or like interesting to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's going down like, a dark path. Yeah. In a way that's like just kind of weird. Like why would you say it? You I know? get yeah, I'm I met with uh I try to get my wife on board with that bit. Specific so this is not this is not new. Yeah, well it I goes, try to talk about the, my, our cat having a thing for the kids down the street, and she always goes. Eh, like, <laughs> I can always tell she is. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Bit. It's just a handing in his old. Com- I mean, I think there's even some roads even the the old comedians of these great American cities won't cross. Yeah, and, and, and kids fucking animals. I mean, I think that's where it begins and ends. Well, other way around, ends and begins, or it's where it I ends. mean, the animals fucking yeah. kids. <laughs> so and that I guess is an important distinction. All right, man, let's get into it. So you want to talk about maybe this animals is why people fucking don't. This kids. is what I'm talking yeah, about. This is why women aren't sliding into your DMs. What I'm talking about? Why no one ever wants to reach out oh, to me. Yeah, no one wants to fuck the guy who on every so you go. Oh, now you see. So Anthony like, says, "No, I won't say this. Never mind." Um, uh, you're wondering why, like, you're oh, having a bad time at things. Yeah, it's. I think it's because you're. You kind of. It's like. I, I would say, chat. I mean, you watch the show. I pretty much down to talk about anything. I've got I've got kind of a foul mouth myself. Yeah. And even me, kind of a, a guy who curses with the best of them, really is like anything's on the table. Live league videos, guy getting shot in the head with a sniper rifle in Syria. No problem. I'll watch it all. I don't really want to talk about animals fucking kids. Damn. Yeah. That's for me. It's like. Do you no. judge me for bringing it up? No. Um. Uh, I don't think I judge you, but I think I'm starting to... It's like another piece of the Anthony pie that I just had served up to me, and I feel like Jesus. I understand you a little bit more. I'm starting really? to realize, like, hey, these are why people are Dan and Matt and Colin. That's a small piece of the pie, though. Right. A, a small piece, but sometimes the smallest pieces actually have the biggest flavor. Luke, <laughs> Luke Taylor, 2023. Anthony Luke is the Taylor, Peter Sotos of comedy. What's Peter Sotos? Don't know. Peter Sotos. Now I really wonder what step dad and stepdad is about. Yeah, is it about them fucking each other or fucking the kid? No. Based on what you've talked about today. I don't ever do anything weird. In what sense? I don't really bring up a a lot of weird stuff. Mm. You don't think... I'm on the spot. We're just in the zone. We're in the zone. We're just riffing. We're just... Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, I'm I'm pretty open, you know? (laughs) Like I am, like I really, I, I think yeah, one yeah. of my skills, the reason I do this show is because I like, I like talking and like, I'm, I can kind of roll with anything and you've kind of yeah. really, you really like literally what's like the cows in front of the train grinded us to a halt. I, I just mean, brought it all to a stop. Uh huh. I think, but I think it's okay. I yeah, mean, it was, okay. no, you know what? It's okay to, it's s- good trading for me. Like when I have, <laughs> He's good when training. I have a dud, this is a training. Like this episode. is when I have a dud guest. Like now I'm going to know what it's like. This is a training episode. <laughs> it's good training. It's like I, when I have a dud. You know. You but you know what? That. But you know what? Really, my nightmare is because huh. sometimes you just kind of talk, throw stuff out there. Sometimes you like to see how weird can we get? And right. Maybe it's when we get locked into talking about how the one little thing I said right. was so weird. Right, right. For the next 10 minutes that right. I go. Well, it we got, got it's already happened. We, we already did past. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's already been about 10 minutes. That already, that's not like, oh, don't, like, don't worry. Yeah, that yeah. already happened. Yeah. What well, else that's great. Hey, I appreciate yeah. your honesty. All right. We got a call coming in. It's perfect fucking timing. All right. I didn't know we got calls on here. 
Yeah, it's a call-in show. Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. What's your name? What are you calling about? I forgot already. Hi. Hey, Sam. Sam. What's up? You're playing the small piano? I'm trying to play the small piano. I was trying to learn the Simpsons, but, you know, those... They really bounce around the keys on that one. I know. It's it, it's broken, right? No, I mean, the Simpsons song just, like, it goes back and forth. It, it's more complicated. Mm. Than, than that didn't singing. sound... To me, that sounded like a somber, like... Dah, 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 dah. Da, 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 oh yeah, no, that was the Black Parade song. Oh, it was Welcome to the Black Parade. Oh shit, that's great. You didn't know we took calls. You've done this before. I think I forgot that yeah. there was calls. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it. I didn't. It's kind of nice. It was kind of perfect. Okay. Yeah, I got it. No. Oh, they come pad. Oh, onto through a patch. Some, yeah, this is a whole other. Thing. Yeah, that was a good uh, palate cleanser. Yeah, it was. Sam, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I finally uh, attacked a, a to-do list that had been haunting me for weeks. Nice. Uh, so you know, starting to look starting to look better. I love that. Uh, what's up with you guys besides the topic that shall not be named? Uh, doing well. Took a big nap. <laughs> uh, woke up sweaty but feeling good. I um, I don't know. It's been a great day. No complaints. Yeah. Anthony? I'm doing Wait, pretty I'm, good. Yeah. I'm behind on both of your both of your lives. Luke, yeah. did you move? Not yet. We're in the process of. We're getting... Movers are coming on Saturday. And then we're moving to a house uh, in... in uh, I guess oh, I don't really care. And Eagle Rock. I I find that the box phase of moving, where like everything's boxed up but you're not gone yet, that really messes with my mind. And it's really explaining your glasses situation. Right. I'm like breaking my glasses because I like stepped on them because I was moving so many boxes. True. Oh yeah. Like it's that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. I mean, I'm really. It's been. It's. It's just been tough because me and Katie have both been working full time and we've been fucking also packing and I'm I feel like I'm tear I'm torn in every direction like I'm splayed out on that big thing, the uh, the I mean, rack, I, the rack. Yeah, uh, you guys yeah. are both in you guys are both in healthy couples, but yeah. as a solo person, the best decision I ever made was just to pay for people to pack. Mm. They're really fast. See, I. I really we hired movers, but it's just to move this stuff. I can I gotta be honest. I can never pay someone to pack because I, I need to know where it all is. That's my like. I could never. Uh, yeah, because then you gotta un, when you unpack. And then I'm like, where the fuck is it? Like I have to. I need to know where it is. Yeah. Do I just don't own anything. A lot of like extra junk. Are you guys like not? I'm not a hoarder, but I have lots of things. Are you like? efficient with the things you have no i have a lot of shit i mean just being a guy that like ha- likes tech and stuff i got like a bunch of crap ever i mean we you, there's a lot of crap in this house uh yeah so it's, uh, it's uh, to me it's reasonable yeah yeah our well, apartment packed out a lot you gotta come to our apartment there's shit everywhere this is a hoarder apartment really almost really it's pretty packed well but it's also a small business hub yeah, right. You are it's running a small business. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do. So, where are you getting the CDs? We did never talk about this. Uh, I just got a bunch for free. From where? People give out free CDs on Craigslist. That's a pretty good hustle. Wait, so Anthony, People that don't want to pack. Are you in the small business? 
Yeah, more or less. You're a small business owner. Oh, okay. You know, we're on and off. I'm behind, I'm behind on yeah. Grift Horse, too, so I'm not I'm not aware of the... Oh, yeah, I do, I do my part. Now. You're nice. what? I, I pitch in. I do my part. For what? Help sell, sell stuff, yeah. Help sell stuff. Yeah. Just books, books I steal, yeah. CDs I get. CDs for free, for free on Craigslist is uh, like it's it's like night and day. Like they, I feel like in your head, that's how that's it's the same as taking them from the little library. Tree, that's how and it's that's not. That's case. how it started with the books, uh-huh. and then this story. See, this is just a small piece of the pie, right? That's how it pie. started with the books, uh-huh. and then it for a little while. I was like, I wonder if you could just take them from these little. If that is even viable, right? And after a few weeks, it was like this is not, it's viable. not viable. So it wasn't. It's not like, viable. It wasn't. It wasn't like a morals thing. It was just you're like this isn't a viable business. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anthony, have you tried taking them from the Burbank ones? I feel like Burbank people would not be okay. Not. I don't have any preference as a Burbank person, but other actual Burbank people, I feel like. They get no, real anal about that stuff. Just books. Books bag. in general is not worth it. No, unless people, it's textbooks. People aren't buying books, and then the ship, the cost of shipping, mm. eats into it. You know what? The you, know you end a, up making a couple dollars a book. Damn. You know what was a good scam? Was at the end of the, we had a thing on our college campus at the end of the semester where this like company would come and buy everyone's books really cheap, and then oh, they'd yeah. sell them, and they'd like make crazy money. Yeah, crazy money. Uh, well, now the textbook thing is like it's all online. Right? Is it? I got. I was. I was just like, wondering that. I got to imagine that's that happened even in the last. I heard years. that now the deal is that the kids will sell like a Google Drive link, and it's just the whole book scanned that right, somebody right. took out of a library and then returned. Right, right, right. I guess that's what. Yeah, because it's so easy. Because you just take a million pictures on you. Like one person has to do that one time. And oh yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, kids aren't reading anymore, you know. That's why. That's maybe why your business failed, Anthony. Kids aren't reading anymore. That's what I'm saying. People don't want books. No, people are into CDs <laughs> still. Sure, it's the a great. The people that want books, huh? Are not on Craigslist. The people that want books, right? Are not on the They're internet. On Goodreads, yeah, Goodreads. Goodreads. They're not Abe's for... books. Abe's books. Abe's books. Can Abe's books. Can you yeah. open a bookstore? You could open a bookstore. I, I would love that. Would be cool. Yeah, but if you don't see now an eye for valuable books, though. So you for valuable, yeah. No, I got an eye for it. Can't find. It's just up. hard to find them, though. I see. I see. Yeah. Wait, Luke, but they're out for there. For context, can I? Yeah. Luke, for context, can I can I plug something? Yeah. I I just wanted to plug um, Megan Keister's podcast, Grift Horse where she and Howard Kramer, who both sell shit online, discuss all the ins and outs of this business. So I've been, I'm behind on it, but Anthony is really reminding me of all the lore and all the rules and stuff with this convo. So this so is, you got a caller on your show plugging a different show. <laughs> and we're just we're okay with no, that. Here's and what we're I'm just saying. Hang out. As I'm realizing, someone who so you just in. this is like you're doing like a, a shittier version of what your wife does. Is that what you're doing? No, I'm helping her. <laughs> you run He's it together. With her. Yeah, I thought it seemed like your own thing. He doesn't. He doesn't run it. Everything you don't goes. Run I, it. I don't know because you you're right. Anthony, but there's no running anything. He runs it. So you guys are just <laughs> schemers, the two of you. There's nothing to be run. 
Who's better at she it? Her. It. She makes all the money. Right. So this is yeah. so so okay. So not only is like all this stuff you're talking about, where I'm like, why? Not only this is just something your wife does that you kind of help out with. It's not even like your <laughs> thing. She makes all the money. Right. I See, list Anthony CDs in the so that I can say cat is stuck in a kid. I cook yeah. <laughs> I cook and clean and then I have some CDs listed. So I can go, hey, don't worry, I had some CDs. <laughs> yeah, right. She's like, thank you so and that's much. And that's the division of labor. Right. And then she makes money. And I think that's great, just for the record. You what? I think it's great. Yeah, she says it's great. I love the division I, I, of labor. I think it's like now that I know the score a little bit more, it's all kind of it's another piece of the Anthony Pie a little bit. Jesus. Like now, I kind of understand what's going on. Is you you don't really do much anything like, at all. <laughs> I don't do anything. Well, <laughs> this is Luke, a Luke daunting. Is Katie, huh? Luke is the Katie to Megan's Luke. Or uh, Anthony is the Katie to Megan's Luke. Does that make sense? In the scheme of this show, like Anthony I see, comes in I and see. part like, of it sometimes. You're coming, kind of coming in with it. Yeah, but, but also, but then, it, but that would be like Katie art. doesn't do anything. That would be like if Katie said her job was being on the stream. Sometimes it seems like maybe the no, but, but if that was job her only is, job, is making right. the movies. huh? Anthony's job is the movie maker. He already made like it. Katie's an artist. Yeah. Oh, well, he already made the movie. Yeah. 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 Okay. You're so, yeah, you're the jazz mind. wife. You're the jazz. You are. I'm Megan. Is my jazz wife? A jazz wife is. Jazz musicians say that if they have a wife that's cool with like, I'll hold down the fort, and I understand that you just need to go off and do your and thing. do your thing. And so they just tour the country playing jazz and not making music. I think the problem with me and Katie is that we both aren't the jazz wife. So no one's making money. No one's making money. Everyone's just, doing their everyone's own thing. Just We're just vibing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's a good question, Ted. The topic tonight, of course, let's get into it, is life's little <laughs> moments. Yeah. Sam, do you have anything uh, to say on the topic, life's little moments? Um, you know, uh, yesterday I was feeling kind of low. As I said before, the to-do list had not been tackled. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got a little sad. I don't get sad that often. And my dog just kind of like... Looked at me with one of those, I'm here for you, little looks. And I was like, that's right. You are here for me. That's, that's and others beautiful. Are that really is. Sam, moment. you've really hit it exactly right. That's one of life's little moments. Yes. A little Thank moment. you for calling in, Sam. You really, truly, take note, everyone. That's exactly the kind of little moment we're looking for tonight. So thank you. <laughs> that earns the right take care. to plug. Bye, Sam. I was aghast that a caller is going to plug something. Um, and then to find I out that fine it's some other show that's not even, if she plugged her own show, I, I was I fine with it because okay. it really gave me more, I don't want to call it ammunition, but it, it gave me more like understand, gave me more, uh, you can call am, it, ammunition. it felt like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the gun, <laughs> I want to say this is, this feels great and daunting at the same time. The show? There's a dual, two dueling wolves mm. within my head. One that just craves to be known and understood. Totally. And I just, I love it when someone is talking about me, no matter what they're saying. And then the other one is just being right now. I'm just going, Jesus, he's fucking putting together the puzzle. I just yeah. can't stand for you to just be, you know, piecing that I'm, like, it together. I'm really fucking figuring it out. <laughs> you know what I love? 
Huh. And I think we were I think we were in this perfect spot and now we're on our way out. Okay. I love when you just become friends with someone. Yeah. And you Joe, we don't know that much about each other, right. but we like each other. Yeah. And now we've like clicked enough that whenever we see each other is gonna be a good time. Yes. But we're still in that period where it's just like you could be we could both be whatever yeah, to like each other. Know, There's like, no yeah, negative. Yeah, yeah. We don't it's really know each other like, that yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're just, just like, like oh like, and yeah, this yeah. funny thing and this yeah, funny yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the part where you start going, oh, he's fucking yeah. figuring me and out. And he came on the show and, uh, and once he wants to keep grinding into a halt with he's talking about animals fucking kids. All I can feel. By the, the end allure. of the show, we will all know who Anthony. I, I think that's true. Yeah, we were sort of having a nice time. Yeah, now you now, the allure. I can feel it stripping away. Yeah, it's by maybe the, the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel. What myself. can you do to bring it back up? I mean, you got any like sort of thoughts about how we can t- put the allure back on? On me? Yeah. Um, I guess I got to throw out another thing that would confound you. No. No. If Not a thinking, bad thing. Okay, okay. Because if your thing is to say something else like kids fucking animals, that yeah. what that actually was what... No. Was I the first caller? Yes, Sam, you were. Tonight's topic is life's little moments. Life's little moments. Um, which is funny because I, I was asking in the Discord... Because I was like, I think I've done this one already. And no, what it is is that I had done uh, life's little mysteries. <laughs> so <laughs> we've done life's little moments. Yeah. But or mysteries. Tonight it's life's, life's little, little moments. Mysteries would uh, be good. Life's little moments. Well, we had a we had a moment. A little a little moment when you uh, when you meet someone and you go, hey, I think I like this. Yeah, guy. yeah. We're like new friends. And that, but then did, did you, you do a life's little boners episode? I don't. I don't. Anthony's bringing out the crude talk tonight. I, I think like I. This. I feel like my whole life is just a the series of talk. little boners. Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. What's your name, and what are you calling about? Hey, it's Mitch. Hey, Mitch. How are you? Uh, doing good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Nice. Nice. Uh, are you calling uh, about anything? Yeah, and I'm good too, Mitch. Thanks for asking. <laughs> how you doing, Anthony? <laughs> Condescending. Um, yeah, life's energy. <laughs> life's little moments. Yeah, life's uh, little moments. I took a I took a nice long walk today. Great. Um, perfect. It was nice. Mm. A perfect, perfect time. Like it was still cloudy out. And it was cool in the morning. Finally, yeah, starting to cool down. Yeah, here in LA, getting a little bit of the the fall feeling. Mm-hmm. And yeah, nice long walk. Um, see the the sights, take it in. Yeah. Uh, normally try to make a habit of calling the family back home at least like once a week during a walk, give me something to do, something to focus on. Um, and on my way back up to my apartment, this little lizard just hanging out on the the cement wall, and mm-hmm. you know he's like normally you walk by those guys and they just scurry away but like mm-hmm. this guy's just hanging out and mm-hmm. he was like blinking and hanging out so i know he wasn't just busted lizard just a broken lizard as, it wasn't uh, broken the mm-hmm. the fellas of uh super troopers would label themselves i and, um I, mm-hmm. just, just vibing with this guy and just like yeah it's finally it's warming up at the end of my walk like it's starting to get warm and the sun's coming out but mm-hmm. yeah just hanging with this guy 
Perfect. I love that. Just Match. perfect. Little Match, you really, right you took the assignment A fucking plus. That is one of life's little moments. Yeah. In a fucking nutshell, oh, put yeah. a bow on it. Santa made it for Christmas. I mean, that is amazing. That's I perfect. can relate. Absolutely. I have a very similar little moment every morning. I go, oh, and here's something for you. I spend every, the first few hours of every morning uh, behind our house, there's a four foot wide little walkway. And I go out there, and there's a big gray brick wall, and I go out there with my coffee, and I sit and I stare at the wall for three hours. <laughs> but, every, but first thing in the morning, no, when no one has gotten up yet and the world's still quiet, you know, I, if I look down the wall, I just see a series of lizards all, they like are in a line every like 20 feet just going down this and they're all just like sitting on the wall sunning themselves. Can I, get, can I make a suggestion? You know what I'm talking about, oh, Mitch? Yeah. I'm trying to describe it in a oh, more yeah. cinematic... I'm trying to make... If wanna, you see it, you can understand how great. cinematic it great. is. I'm trying... I want to make it's a suggestion. It's just down a long... I suggestion. You got a computer? You got a yeah. computer? Yeah. All right. It's the morning. <laughs> Go out. Use three hours. Take five minutes for the next week, right? Uh, three hours. That's... Yeah. About like four percent of that time, something yeah. like that. Five minutes out of each. You got internet access out there? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Open Google Docs. Mm -hmm. Start a new Google Doc. Yeah. You know what you're gonna title it? What? Resume. And then you're gonna start writing what you damn fucking your job experiences. No, and every day you get a couple more words in. By the end of the no, week, no, you might no. be able to fucking get no, out there no. and get a fucking job, no, no, bro. No. Mornings <laughs> is my time to go stare at the wall. Mornings is your time to go say. I didn't know when my wife comes out. What's she the broken knows lizard joke? She's not allowed to talk to me. Not allowed to talk to you. Uh, wait, you're. Ba I didn't. I didn't get that reference. It the was group? kind of a. It was kind of a. It was kind of a little diversion in the middle of it. I was like thinking. I was gonna about to call the lizard. I was like, maybe this is a busted lizard. Like you know, maybe it's like, you know breathing its last or something but like then i realized oh broken lizard those are the uh the guys who did like i think super troopers is the big one they did oh it's the guys that like, made super troopers it's the comedy troop gotcha. yeah that's their ensemble they did like um super one where they're all waiters i think waiting? there was like one where oh i didn't see that one beer did they do a beer uh, not one? waiting no, that's what beer, they did. Beer fest, yeah. Beer, beer fest, do, beer fest. They, I liked they beer, did fest. beer fest. Super big, troopers. Big kind of the last days of when your comedy movie being on DVD could like. Oh yeah, Club Dread. Like, yeah, that's the that that's the group. Those are the. Guys. I think Club really? Dread. Uh -huh. I think Club Dread. I don't remember. I know. I think one of them might have fake dreadlocks, and I want to say if we look back, he might. There might be someone in blackface. In Super mm. Troopers? I think so. I don't think I'm so. I'm picturing the the poster of Club Dread and I feel oh, like Club one of I feel like one of them played like a Rasta guy. Hmm. Right? Mm. Let's look this up. Let's look at it. I up. mean it it it, tr it tracks for 04. It's kind of Yeah. I can't count it out. That's kind of the the second the second Bush administration kind of is just sort of the I feel it's kind of like the spiritual low point of American society mm. and kind of comedy reflecting as mm. a whole. Like, mm. obviously things aren't great now, but like back then it feels like you just throw a rock and there's so many of those. Mm. Um, oh, that's there was true. one that 
There's yeah, one dude. that Braindead just showed. I couldn't make to this Braindead screening, but there's one called Masked and Anonymous. It's this oh, 2003, because it was the 20th anniversary. And this movie is crazy. I'd never heard of it before they announced the screening. Mm-hmm. It was Larry Charles's directing debut. And it has uh, John Goodman, Jeff Bridges, Luke Wilson, Penelope Cruz. Crazy. Co-written by and star co-starring Bob Dylan. Like it's a Bob Dylan screenplay. Wow. Um, but in the tr- but in the trailer when they're just going through this like machine gun of big names, uh, you see Academy Award nominee Ed Harris mm-hmm. and just blackface. He is mm. in full like minstrel, yeah. red lips. Like, Crazy. I'm sure they're doing some kind of, like, meta-textual point with it, but right. just like, oh, shit, <laughs> Academy Award nominee right there. It feels like the 2000s were all about, like, we know blackface is wrong, but we're doing a meta-textual point on it. Like, yeah. we're sort of mm-hmm. deconstructing well, it. And, yeah. and, like, the, and the Stella TV show, the Stella, like... David Wayne, Showalter, Neil Black. They fully do like a a blackface joke on there. And they're just like, they're doing it to cover injuries that they're embarrassed about. But it is still just those three guys strutting down the street in blackface. You know when you want a little lemon water Mm -hmm. and you take half a lemon Mm -hmm. and you don't have a juicer, so you're just squeezing it with your hand into Mm -hmm. a big jug of water. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end, mm-hmm. and you know you've squeezed it as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. But you go, I know there's a little bit. So you know what? I'm just going to throw the rest of the lemon in there. Yeah, yeah Let yeah, it soak. Yeah. That's what blackface <laughs> in the 90s was. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I know we mm-hmm. can't squeeze harder, but we could just, if let's you, toss If we the just lemon. have the whole lemon, like, yeah. eh, I'll probably do something. It'll yeah, get yeah. a little, there's still a little essence to be. Yeah. Totally. And it was, in Club Dread, mm-hmm. it looks like Jay Chandra Sekar the Indian member of the troop has dreadlocks. Oh, well, he's Indian. That's not... I mean, he's not doing blackface. <laughs> I, but is it if you wear dreadlocks? Um, if you wear fake dreadlocks? I don't really think either you or I or Mitch particularly are kind of... Would it be okay out. for a black guy to wear like a fake bindi and pretend to no. be Indian in a movie? Yeah. No, that's true. I think well, it's like, yeah. appropriation. Yeah. Well, and this is what I was thinking of um, Bamboozled, the Spike Lee movie. Like one of the best Spike Lee movies. That's the like... He's kind of doing... And Network, that's not saying much. That, that guy's movies suck. <laughs> you don't like Spike Lee? You don't no. like Do the Right yeah. Thing? That's the only good one. Holy shit. Mm, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Mitch. Bamboozle, bamboozle. <laughs> that's like early digital, early digital video. That's like Damon Wayans is playing like a TV executive who's fully doing a producer's. I want to uh-huh. pitch something so awful it will get me fired from this network I hate working at. And so and he goes to his it. boss. Uh, Michael Rappaport and he pitches a full on minstrel show <laughs> and they make it and it's two like young black dancers. Savion Glover is one of them. It's like a rare performance from him because normally he's just in the choreography side of things, but he yeah. actually acts in this. And like they do a full like blackface, burnt cork lipstick. The roots are the house band for the show and they're all in blackface. Um, they, really the real world, this. the real world stuff is filmed in DV, but then when they we see what the show is filming, it switches to super lush, like sixteen millimeter cool. film. Um, cool. It's shot by Ellen Kuras, uh, 
kind of low-key one of the goaded cinematographers she would like shoot eternal sunshine a few years later yeah yeah and like jada pinkett smith is like marlon Wayans' assistant and she falls in love with one of the performers and like even for spike lee it is an angry movie like it is that's very that no sounds good and yeah, I really want to it's, watch yeah, it. I never heard of that. That sounds really good. I just it, realized it's kind it's of got a disc. Oh, go ahead, Mitch. It, it's got a disc on Criterion. It comes and goes from the channel, from the mm-hmm. streaming service. Um, but yeah, they, they have a Blu-ray of it. Cool. It's a funny movie to put on Blu-ray because of that DV. It's kind of impossible to right. clean it up too much. Like you kind of have that Inland Empire. Everything here kind of looks like shit, but it's yeah, a filmmaker yeah. who knows how to use the format um and it's yeah it's cool it's astonishing oh cool, um, yeah when it comes out and it's it, um it came out in i think it's 01 because he does 25th hour right after and that kind of starts the what we now know of as like the spike lee kind of yeah, renaissance yeah. he's like interesting in that he's had multiple kind of comebacks like multiple yeah, yeah. oh spike lee is back yeah. like i I personally find everything he does to be at the very least interesting, but he's like someone where it's like, you know, do the right thing is an explosion on the scene. Malcolm X is like a big purpose of statement, even with like Black Klansman a few years ago, it's kind of Spike Lee is back. So I think Bamboozled kind of had the timing. I want to say it's 2000, 2001, because it's right before that sort of. I never thought about how much it's it's sort of him doing like uh, Robert Downey. Like it feels like yeah. kind of his Robert Downey senior. movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like yeah. like mm-hmm. like it feels like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Slope. No, that I was I was given that vibe. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and Damn. Robert Downey, Robert Downey, in a wonderful way, I think is always kind of taking the piss in his stuff. Like he's always like, yeah, one. There's like always kind of an eye winking the whole time. It's like I know none, this isn't like, and it's kind of like the angry version with bamboozled. It is kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. this is absurd, but I have a point to make with this and. Right. It's it's really something. The museum ran a thirty-five millimeter print of it while his while Spike Lee's exhibit was still up, cool. um, and it was at five in the afternoon while I was at work. So yeah. I'm very upset about missing that on film. But the Blu-ray is terrific, and yeah, it comes and goes from the channel. He yeah. does. Spike Lee's got some credit. He's a fun director to just say that he sucks. <laughs> Because yeah. people go, it's so <laughs> tough because it's but like, also, the right thing is but, so good. Yeah, also because just reply, yeah, bamboo, bamboozle better. Do the right things, undoubtedly. He like peaked, and then it's just been a series of experiments, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, like I think he's one of the guy. he just, I mean, he's also one of those dudes where he's like, this feels like an insane comparison, but like an M. Night Shyamalan, where it's like, the swing is always so incredibly huge that you gotta respect it. Like, yeah. like it's always like, he's taking a big fucking swing. Well, you know? but I also think about it in this context, like him and Kevin Smith, you had a bunch of like early 90s uh, male directors that did make a movie that hit big, yeah, and then we're just given chance after yes, chance yes. to and try. Che- and, and then you think about cheaply. like, yeah, and like you Kevin think about Smith, like yeah, yeah. how hard it was for Kelly Reichardt to ever to make her just her second movie, yeah, 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 and yeah. like Nina Mankus never yeah. even properly got to make a real movie, uh, 
it is like kind of astounding to be like the '90s. Really, what, mm-hmm. if you were a man, you yeah. just got to keep trying. If you were very Gen if X, you got also, to, like, yeah, yeah, you just got yeah. into Sundance once. Yeah. It was like you get well, to try for the rest of. your I would life. say even more so than Sundance. Like, I think, I mean, you think of, I don't know how much they shot. Do the right thing for. I got to imagine it wasn't that much, but you think of um, like M Night, like the fucking like Six Sense made a bajillion dollars and like cost barely anything. You know, oh, yeah. like like like, and I and Kevin Smith is the same way. Like like. Clerks should cost. I think nothing. he made it for forty dollars, six cents. Really? And that was just for a juice for the kid. Really? Yeah. Well, th- why would the kid need juice? Because <laughs> he got no in real life for the actor. Like he mean, kept getting thirsty. He got thirsty and tired on set. <gasps> so they just he just needed forty dollars of apple juice to keep really the kid going. That's all, yeah. a, that's all a kid needs is apple juice. Yeah, and then, then they didn't okay. need any. The rest of the movie there was no cost or anything. No, Bruce Willis did it for free. <laughs> yeah, Tony, yeah, he's a ghost too. So he Tony Collette. Tony Collette Collette tried to take one of the one of the juices and Haley Joel Osment slapped her hand away. Yeah, because he's a fucking star and he knew it. Then he was Sora in Kingdom Hearts. Ooh, you're making. She's got. Uh, I feel like she's got to have. It's not bad, but it's. uh, I don't know if it. It feels like really. It feels like a. Excuse me. I. I, It's not. It's just like not quite there for me. Yeah. Well, and one and to kind of circle on that notion of like the the blank check and the keep working. I think that is kind of the interesting distinction with a lot of filmmakers, especially in America, where it is like so financially tied, like to filmmaking. Yeah. Like, kind of on the brain right now is John Waters because the museum's exhibit on him is opening this weekend. Oh, I want to see that. Um, and so we're all in the, we're all very much in the John Waters mindset. And he is kind of a little bit of both worlds on that, where he started with like, the no budget, like yeah. pink flamingos, like multiple maniacs, like just these literally let's, let's me and all my freaky Baltimore friends, like make these crazy movies and like literally, literally did just watch pink flamingos with a room full of people about my age, like earlier this week. And it is still like people getting up and leaving the room. People yeah. it's covering horrible. their eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it- it's, what, it's, it's a pretty what wretched movie, movie for a lot. Because like Crybaby has like a real budget and like uh, Serial Mom. What mm. what movie gate made mm. let, made them start giving him money? Do you guys know? Well, John? well, Hairspray Hairspray was his like first studio shoot. Hairspray was when he got like a studio budget. Right, he's right, interesting right. in that way. Where I think he is kind of comparable to Spike Lee in that way. Where even with the higher budget and higher resources, he has very much kept like a core theme yeah. like core fascinations like literally staying in baltimore like it would be so easy for him to do the move to hollywood yeah, yeah, like yeah, use yeah. like yeah. a-listers but yeah. kind of making hollywood come to him in that way totally that kind of feels completely undoable now and so he does like hairspray he does cry baby he does um serial serial Oh, I think polyester was actually yeah the first. Polyester was still like almost no budget, and it's still weird. Mm-hmm. But it, I feel like it was him, yeah. sort of being like, "Look, I can take my sensibility and put it on. and yeah, make a yeah. movie that's not gonna like drive people away." Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I feel like that got and people to be like, "Well, if we put a little money into this." Maybe there's something here. And I think he made more money off selling the rights to the musical Hairspray than, like, anything else, I'm pretty yes. sure. I think that, he, like, I think is, he has fully said... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 
he'll, he'll fully say that. And I think Hairspray was still ultimately his most commercially successful totally. film, like based purely on like budget and box office. Totally. And then he kind of, as of now, I know he's got a new one in the works that's on pause really? right now with Strikes. Mm-hmm. But because he's a, he wrote a novel a year or two ago that is he's adapting into a new film, a new screenplay. Cool. Um, and with oh strikes, yeah, he can't, is, he is like, it the is it the one that's the memoir of his life or no? No, this one's a novel. This one is um, Liar Mouth. God, this one's like a full fiction piece. We're going to get an awful John. Do, do you guys think we're going to get, I think we're going to get an awful John Waters biopic in our lifetime. Timothy oh, Chalamet when he hits 40. <laughs> Straight up. I, I'm calling it now. Here, if yeah, Timothy yeah. Chalamet literally like, literally like he, yeah, it'll be like his Leo moment where he becomes like, it oh switches. God. Yeah. It's him playing John Waters. Boom. There you go. I'm calling it. <laughs> You owe me a lot of fucking God money damn. if that comes true. Calling it? <laughs> We're calling, calling it. it. I want to um, play, I'll then, play David Lokery. Well, <laughs> and tying and tying it together, mm-hmm. like, I think with, with Dirty Shame, his most recent one, which I still need to watch. I'm highly curious. But from, like, you have to look again, kind of that kind of 04 <laughs> Broken Lizard, like, gross-out comedy moment. Like, I think he was very savvy to look at that, look at what the the tea leaves and be like, Oh, all these studios are buying these like sicko comedies. What if I come in and pitch that and I do my own riff and I get Johnny Knoxville and Selma Blair and Tracy Ullman to sign on. Totally. And, um, so yeah, I need to, I've only still seen pink flamingos and hairspray because we watched hairspray and training and I'd seen pink flamingos before, but it's it's nice that it's not like an overwhelming Pink Flamingos is so insane. David Pink from Shrimp Boys is unrecognizable as John Waters. That's really funny, Bowmore. They're going to make Miles Teller in a fat suit eat dog shit. Yeah, Miles Teller's yeah. playing Divine. I think Miles Teller's going to play Divine. Okay. Like oh, my that. God. That's funny. I like they're going to make him. Yeah. It is like he doesn't real. want to. He doesn't want to. And they're still going to kill chickens because we're going to go full circle on that. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be fine again. Uh, the chicken's really going to die. Chicken's really going to die. Like, they're going to do the, the baby and the... For me... Desperate with the, Living is the... Desperate Living, I think, is the overlooked masterpiece. Polyester's polyester is, I agree, maybe the masterpiece, but mm-hmm. Desperate Living is what is Desperate it's Living? Insane. About? It's about a suburban, this like upper middle class suburban woman that uh, her husband's abusive, mm-hmm. and then she has her maid who's poor and black, uh, like kills him. Mm-hmm. She like sits on his face and suffocates him, mm-hmm. and then they go on the run together, and in the they run into the woods and they find like a shanty village, but it's like constructed to be like an old timey village uh-huh. where for some reason it's just laid out in the plot. I think there's like police officers chasing them uh-huh. and then they stop and kind of explain that it's like the city just ruled that in within that jurisdiction, any criminal is like, can't be arrested. And the idea is that, that criminals awesome. will just go live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. run. And Edith Macy, the egg lady, uh-huh. plays the queen of this uh-huh. town. Uh-huh. And she's just insane. And then it's just in. And they built this like little village in the woods. And it's just all of them playing insane criminals. That's and there's so this. Sick. And then there's this like power struggle and like weird little like 
drama that plays out in this village. in this weird yeah. village. Like the inciting, of, it's like the thing about sitting on his face is just to get us to the village. Basically. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like <laughs> they have to live there because they're murderers right. now. Right, 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 right. Uh, that's insane. Right? Well, the the opening, I've seen, I've seen like the opening scene because the opening scene is like this three minute long like screaming meltdown that Mink Stoll has when a like the neighborhood kids break her window with a baseball with a baseball and like that's a legend moment I, I'm very excited to see Desperate Living because that's the only that one really when before Divine passed where that doesn't have her in it and so that kind of mm. gets overlooked by a lot of people for that because him and Divine work together on everything except for that one I think it was just a pure huh. like that's scheduling cool. situation on that but wow. like I'm, I'm curious to watch it. i think this i think the museum's showing that one on a film print because they're they're running all of his movies over the next few weeks i kind of fucking go see with. yeah that'd be so fun to see some of those movies in theaters i mean i feel like those are mo- well i mean some of them yeah, get yeah. runs like you know they'll do pink flamingo screenings but like yeah that's cool yeah uh, i'll check in. and like newbev newbev did polyester not too long ago i think mm-hmm. they just did it and i think both had those odorama cards, like the scratch and sniffs, because there's like eight different moments in polyester where it's like, That's okay, numbers fun. flashing on the screen, time to scratch awesome. and sniff the card I that sniff you have. It, and it smells like piss or something. <laughs> I paid so I much mean, in high school a- to buy a packet of those off of eBay. From the original, like, yeah, yeah. wow, that's so It was cool. like someone selling like original from the original run. And now I think all like all the ones they use are still sometimes like originals. Like really? they just had so many left over. Mm-hmm. Wow! But so uh, they real you got upcharge. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the upcharge. kind of stuff you got to be doing when you sell those books. Well, that's well, why I'm Mitch. Thank you for calling in, my man. Um, always great to hear. Absolutely. From you. Yeah. Yeah. As hey. always, if either of you want tickets to the museum or the exhibit, let me I gotta know. Go. Um, Maybe we can go. He is going to be there for friends, for yeah. two screenings on Sunday. Sunday is opening day. He's coming in to do an Eat Your Makeup live commentary, and cool. he is going to be there for Serial Mom. Anthony, cool. I think I sent tickets for you and Megan for both of those. Yeah, I can I got double check. For, yeah. You're, go, you're got going. My, yeah. I've got my own. That's you can you can go too. I've got my own little personal, my own little personal uh, standby line for those. Cool. But yeah, it's those films are going to run, and then the exhibit's open for almost a year, so you got. Time oh, awesome! Oh, I definitely. Want, I'm going to definitely go see the exhibit. Yeah, Mitch, I need to hit you up about that because I do oh, want to yeah. go. I still haven't been to the Academy Museum, just the gift shop, because I got to buy oh, more Totoro. Hundred percent. All right. Well, take care, my friend. Absolutely. Hope you're well. You're a big Totoro guy. Well. Yeah, he's crazy. Man. Have a good night. Take care. Uh, who's, who's freak scene? That's that's Robbie from Houston, one of the loyal viewers. This might. This is the. Uh, I've never met anyone who's a, as big a John Waters freak as I am. Really? Yeah. I I, I, I have my sign of John Waters is I I grew up in D.C. and it, for me it was like uh, my dad showed me a bunch of John Waters movies when I was like in high school because he's like this is a guy who grew up around here like in Baltimore oh, yeah. who's like uh, does crazy shit like you should yeah, know yeah. about this and he like showed me fucking Pink Flamingos and stuff and I was I've always liked oh, yeah. him for that reason. Hold on, I'm gonna make sure that. Yeah, when I was 14. Uh, my dad rented Pink Flamingos and was like, go to the basement and watch this. And he was like, I'm not going to watch it with you, but go watch it. And ever since then... He was like, you got... It's like... Yeah, yeah. It's like... You like this weird shit? Like, all right, here, fuck, go. This is it. (laughs) This is what... You like this shit? Yeah. Did he think he would cure you? 
No, no, like no, no. It wasn't a scared cigar, straight. So I think it was like, he, you know, I think, again? I think if you're a dad that knows about pig flamingos, you're going to recognize if your son's a kid that's going to like want to see playing flamingos, you yeah, know, yeah. like it's like my dad was like, oh, OK, I think this kid's like enough like me where it's like I think he's going to like n- understand why this is a good movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every horrid thing that happens, I think it makes you forget about the horrid thing that happened before it rocks. That's true. Uh, what's wrong with the movie? Uh, there's a bunch of crazy shit in it. Yeah. There's a bunch of crazy shit in Pink Flamingos. You just uh, you, uh, That's all we'll say on here. Do you think it's a bunch of stuff you wouldn't want to talk about? Definitely, yeah. Well, like not, the whole not movie off is going screen. It was just more like in the, this context. Sure, sure. Do you think that if you and I went to the Academy Museum, we would have enough to talk about for the whole time we were there? Yeah, I think so too. Wait, are we doing the entire Academy Museum, every exhibit? Uh, until we decide it's lunchtime. Oh, we're only so we're just there for the morning. Probably the morning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then we'll have a nice lunch, and we'll be talking yeah. over lunch too. I think we could do it. How long is it? How long is Pink Flamingo? I have no idea. It's not that long, I imagine. Uh, that'd be cool, Mitch. I would really like that. I'd really like that. We're going uh, Sunday the 23rd. You're saying Serial Mom. Serial Mom and Eat Your Makeup. Have you seen Serial Mom before? Mm-hmm. I really like Serial Mom. Serial Mom's great. It's yeah. like fun. It's like she's so good in it. It's like fun. Oh, it, yeah. she's. Yeah. It's like so fun, and it's like... I. I there, that movie is like... It, it's kind of, it's what's her face, uh, Kathleen Turner, right? Is her mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's I think for me too, it because they're all in Baltimore. The all of those neighborhoods, like that movie especially, because it's more suburban, just looks exactly like where I grew up. You know? Oh yeah. So it's very like a lot of those movies are very comforting to me for that reason. Um, we have another call coming in. I do need to get more water really quick. It's cool that people are able to view. Yeah, eat your makeup has this is I think. It's never been screened before. Really? Or maybe I mean in like very limited capacity, but it maybe it's the first public screening and he's going to be there in person to uh, do like live commentary as it screens. Um, and that's it. Yeah. That and Serial Mom, he'll be there. I have, you know what? I have no desire to keep talking as soon as Luke's out of the room. This Sunday, thanks, Mitch. I was sweating so much for my nap, man. I got dehydrated. I kind of went dead as soon as you left the room. You went dead? You just like sat here in silence? Well, I thought I could just keep talking to yeah. entertain people, but then I said, you know, I don't feel like it. Oh, I said that I also. Am, I, I said I'm also per- usually I'm comfortable sitting here for thirty seconds. You know, it's so funny. Silence. Always when I go out of the room, I say, um, I always say, can you just like kind of you know run things while I'm gone? But I thought, God, I mean, he certainly has paid enough for improv classes over the years, where he could probably figure out that on his own. But I guess to keep not. things going. Yeah. I felt like I could, but then it just feels weird. And then I said, you know what? I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. So you just sat there in silence. Yeah. Okay. Um, little sneak peek that the exhibit will have no filming section with scenes from the first films, including Eat Your Makeup. Yeah. Oh, is it, bitch, is it because they don't want, like, people to post it on TikTok and be like, this is not okay. They're going to try and cancel John Waters. You notice they're trying to cancel everybody? We Can got you call imagine trying in. to cancel John Waters? You can't really cancel John Waters. Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. What's your name? What are you calling about? 
Hey there, it's Bomore. Bomore, how are you, my friend? Bomore. Um, I was calling in uh, to back you up on. He's got to work on that resume. He's got to get punched up. Thank you. I, you know what? I gotta be real. I was pretty confident that riff was gonna get. Like I really did a lot of setup. You basically gave me nothing. I thought I was gonna get a big laugh on that riff. Yeah, on the resume thing. Did you see it coming, or it just like wasn't? It was like I think it was too much setup. <sighs> okay. I really, I really, I was, I was re- thinking so much setup, something really weird's coming, and then I well, think, that was I like, think the oh, job just, slob I'm just roasting your ass. I think it's good. I, re- I really, I gotta be real. I was like, I was pretty confident, you know. I mean, that's sort of the crazy ephemeral thing about this thing we call comedy. Comedy, yeah. Um, kids try and cancel the hairspray musical on TikTok. Tisk tisk. Um, the movie theater, it's a music clearing situation, but we'll tell people that John wants to give a special experience on like the Miyazaki shorts you can only see. Wow, that's cool. Um, yeah, Bomore, let's dig into it. So, you got, so you don't want to get a job? What's up? You don't want to get a job? No. Nah. No? Nah. That's what I'm saying, man. You're talking dark and handsome. So. Having a gig job can feel like being your own boss. You can really just lie and say anything to those people. But Having then, a gig job? I fix TVs for Samsung, or, you know, mm-hmm. for somebody who works for Samsung. Mm-hmm. There's many intermediaries between me and Samsung, and I basically work for no one. I basically work for, a, you know, supercomputer somewhere that, that doesn't right. care whether, you know. That's the dream, right? I get to sign my name as a little squiggle. They ask me to sign my name on everything, and I just write, like, you know, you could, I could write fuck every time, and it doesn't matter. Right, because on a computer, until you they get sued. Yeah, I can like, see that. Fuck, and they're like, fuck, we can't find it. Well, I'm not pushing my luck, but I would just say, oh, I'd say, sorry, that's my signature. It looks a little bit weird. Yeah. I could see that. I could see where it's like, Everything's so uh, you're just answering to a phone now anyway. Yeah. That what is it? Yeah, it's easy. But it's more it's just the uh, I have to wake up every day and not know what's going to happen. Interesting. I don't want to ever wake up. I don't want any. I can't ever. I don't want to ever do something where I'm just like, I know what the rest of my as soon as I have a thing, I go, okay. now I know what the rest of my life's going to be. And then that, and then I a, feel trapped and dead. I understand that. I was just house sitting last week. I had to house sit for my parents, and I just quit a day gig that I've been doing, and I have been basically unmoored for like the last ten days. I have been getting up at my parents' house, feeding their pets, and then going, "Okay, what do I do besides start answering my phone at you know four p.m. today?" Mm. And yeah, yeah. waking up at 8 o'clock, you know, it's the don't smoke pot challenge in between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. See, it's interesting because my my uh, my ethos on this has always been job, maximum amount of money, least amount of hours, most amount of my ability to fuck around. Anthony and Colin got a lift burgers from the draft house during the. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll be I'll be there. Did you get a ticket? Is it sold out? No, for L.A.? Yeah. No. I'm going to buy a ticket right after this. I really want to see this movie. It's selling um, fast? It's selling fast. fast. Shit, I'll buy tonight. Um, I, see, because my whole thing is, like, have the, is, like, 
I've been moved from a million. I've had a million different jobs, but ever since I graduated college, max amount of money, least amount of effort. That's always been my goal with everything. I tutored the yeah. SATs. By the end of it, I was going on my phone the entire time. You know what I mean? Not good. I'm not proud of that. Yeah. Like, but that's always been my thing. It's like work a remote job, but like I'm like maximizing the time I'm sleeping and working on other stuff or playing video games. You know, the Deadpool ethos, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right. That's always been my thing with it. Is like find a job where it's like you you take the least. Yeah. And so that's okay for me because I know these things aren't the rest of my life. You know. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying you should do that. I'm just sharing my personal philosophy on. Do it. you burn out though? I do. I feel like Sometimes. the I feel like the downside of that. Yeah. People seek out easiness, think- thinking this will this will make me this will be good because I want it to be easy. But you realize that if you're not constantly challenged, you get depressed. Well, so it's the emotional. It's like waking up and being. I like, think Luke and I are both heavily motivated by the kid in the candy store feeling that just got paid today. Got me a pocket full of change feeling. I do like, that feeling. I do like that feeling. But for me, it's, video game. it's 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 30 year old man looking at the new skins in Fortnite store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just got paid today. Just got paid today. Ah, I think no, but see, for me, if I'm completely, I need, I'm like not, I, I can't do art if I don't have a job. Like if yeah. some, like, and I don't need a lot, but I need the, I need something to push up against. I need to be pissed off at like, I'm, I'm tutoring and I don't want to be doing it. And that makes me do the other stuff. Yeah, and I've true. always been that way. Like I, if I like don't have a job, I work much less hard on creative stuff. Like I, and I don't know why I can't, if I have endless hours, I actually don't do endless amount of work. Yeah. I see that. Side that so I like, I like need, and I don't want to work 40 hours a week. Cause right now I'm working 40 hours a week and trying to do like this and a million other things is making me go crazy. Uh, but I do like having a job where it's like 10, 20 hours a week gives me just enough to be like, all right, I'm going to do this really fast. And then I'm like, I have to work on the other stuff fast. Cause then I know I have this other thing coming and that like kind of, yeah. that kind of lights that fire. Luke, you just put a yin and a yang together for me. You just put one of life's little moments together for me. Put so what? if I had a completely open ended job, if I had a completely open ended job where I had to be self-motivated and I had 20 hours worth a week to do. I would procrastinate it all. I would ruin my life that way by having total freedom. Mm. If I had total regimentation and I had to be at work, you know, 14 hours a day, take my meals at work, you know, mm. go have maybe eight hours free a day, I would fucking, that would be a waste of effort too. I have to balance back and forth like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're agreeing with me. I, I couldn't tell what you were saying at first. Yeah. Yeah. Both, all work and no play is a time warp where nothing gets done and all play and no work. Totally. That's I how I feel. That just as bad. That's why I'm always, I'm always looking for this happy medium, which is I never want to be working 40 hours a week. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever. Because I can't, you know, I mean, I we're talking about like making years. money work. It made me sick as a it dog. May, yeah. And then, but I also can't, if I'm given a like blank check and I just like doing my thing, I also, that also puts me in like a reverse state of just like complete lethargy too. Mm. It's crazy. I, and I, I don't know what it is, but I felt it. It's like, I need like a little bit of homework to procrastinate, to do the stuff I really want to do, you know, almost. It motivates me to know that there's no safety net. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, it's going because I'm kind of exaggerating yeah, when yeah, I yeah. say I'm just staring at the wall. Right. I I'm really just that. writing You're every writing. morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I am also, but I am also 
if Meg comes out, she finds me just staring at the wall often. Sometimes that's right. I mean, and I do get mad at her if she tries to talk to me. Yeah, I, I used, go, to, I used to write a lot of music, and the best time to get up and write is first thing in the morning when you're still thinking about your dream yeah, that you yeah. woke up from. That's KP when your brain says, is most electric. How about you write that resume? I don't have anything to put on a resume. I guess I don't really either. I never uh, had LinkedIn. Point, yeah. What do you I got? He doesn't really. You don't need to spark the creativity to write a resume. You kind of got to buckle down, yeah. knuckle down on that one. It's uh, there's a good. Yeah, I used to feel. I have felt that way where I'm like, I need a day job to make me be like, I don't want this to be my life. Yeah. But then maybe the last day job I had, I did kind of like enough where I got used to it. Can I ask what it was? I worked at a coffee shop. Uh huh. And I was a barista, but then I also became a roaster. Mm-hmm. And I was in there roasting the beans. And you liked it. And I was like, you know what? I kind of like this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I could. There was a moment where I was like, I could be happy roasting just doing beans. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the rest of my life. And like as a hobby. You could have been Tony the Roaster. I could have been ro- Tony, Tony, roast. Tony the Roaster. Is that a character or is that something you made up? I think he just made it up. Anthony, oh, because your name's Anthony. It could have, he could have been a. It's what might have been. It sounds like it's, it's like a. Um, it sounds like a Howard Stern member of the Howard Stern crew. The Tony life the not lived. Yeah, Tony the Rosta. Ro- Rosta. Once they have to clean it up, so they they can't have mentally disabled people on there. <laughs> anymore. Cereal. So they got to. Wasn't there like a cereal? Now there's like guy who's just a. Ta- he's, instead of he's not mentally handicapped, he's just Italian. <laughs> They're like, eh, it's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Gary Delabate. There was a wasn't there a serial killer that would call in on the Howard? Oh, Street? a serial killer. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about, Bullmore? Are you a Howard Stern head? I'm not really, but I people have told me this. Man, one of my coworkers listens to Howard Stern every fucking day, and like I am, I know more about Howard Stern than I want to. But no, I'm not familiar with the serial killers. I, I think that there was like proof that there was a guy who would call in and claim he was a serial killer, and then they figured out he was a serial killer. This sounds familiar, but that, I, that sounds like Howard Stern. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm just so happy they didn't stop during 9-11. They kept going. Do you know that? No. They they, they didn't stop. Uh, uh, they had Rudy on. Going? They didn't stop the show. On 9-11? Rudy on 9-11. But did he start talking about 9-11? Or yeah, did they, they just like keep going? a moment going? of silence, and then they were like, all right, you dumb fuckers. No, I think they were, it was kind of sad. Wow. Uh, turning into 20. Yeah, I also think watching Howard Stern... They were on the radio going, this is crazy, yeah. Anna Kendrick just directed a movie about that serial killer who made it onto a dating game show. Netflix just bought it. Netflix. Yeah, it's Netflix. Is it? I thought it was just Ted Bundy was on the dating game or whatever. Is that not right? I don't know. That sounds right also. Yeah. Wasn't he on the dating game? Yeah. How many serial killers do you think are out there? Doing Currently? S- yeah. Um... I feel like there's probably less than there used to be because they, you know, they kind of can go into chat rooms now and kind of talk it out. What with podcasts and stuff? I think there's less because we're catching them because of the podcast and the documentary. I mean, legit, whatever you want to say about true crime, it is true. Like, I do think it keeps you on your motherfucking toes if you want to slice up some ladies or men or guys. My parents are both reporters. They're obsessed with true crime. Um, I'm. Yeah, I'm tired of it. I'm so fucking tired of it. But they're kind of doing the real version of it. They're not just armchair. They're real reporters. Yeah. No, but I mean, they lo- they love. So a lot of times four people get murdered, but 
they love it when it's there was this book they had about the Amish murderers this guy killed his whole family it was all described in gruesome detail and I remember she her reading this whole book and then turning on the damn local news and it's like you know poor guy kills his whole family and no one's writing a true crime book about that and just the whole thing frustrates me because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like yeah it's not like sexy it's just like sad and horrible right and Mitch says there's a, white people don't turn it on and look at it and say that could be me right yeah right I mean that's always a thing a really interesting thing I um, DC Sniper happened you remember the DC Sniper oh yeah um, is a big thing this is what I learned about this on a true crime podcast <laughs> why did I say it like that oh yeah like, oh yeah, yeah. I, um, in that moment what, what I, I was, really put it on for the show oh yeah, yeah. Uh, before, before you get going, good, yes. I want to give you the benefit of the doubt and I say I assume you're listening to well-sourced, good true crime podcast, not the ones my colleagues listen to. No, I mean, and I don't listen to it on This Is You're Wrong About, which is a good podcast and I, they do good. You know, but yeah. it was just a reminded me of what you said, Bowmore, because something they brought up is like, and I and I remember this happening, is they thought it was a serial killer because he was fooling all the... Um, like they were leaving tarot cards and like notes and like all this like shit, like they were doing the full Zodiac killer thing. And then the news found out both of them were black and they were like, Oh, they're not serial killers. Like they literally just were like, Nope, they can't be serial killers then. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. The beltway sniper. Yeah. Mitch makes a good point. That's probably all. Yeah. Just mass shooters. Yeah. That now serial killers are mass shooters. I think that's probably true. Disaffected youth. Yeah. That's crazy. I think that's, that's right. Yeah. I remember hearing about it. It was anthrax was going on, bro. You know, we were worried. I've talked about this. This threat. Imagine a nuclear power plant in Tennessee. And I remember a kid in school telling me, you know, like two days after September 11th, like, you know, we're way up on the list because there's a power plant in Oak Ridge, like 200 miles from us. We're way up on the list. They're not coming to you. Um, (laughs) we thought they were though. Well, I was. I'm. I'm in third grade, right? Towers go down. Eight months later, anthrax hits. Two months after that, DC sniper. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I guess the whole world has gone at, is like this. I I, don't, yeah. I, I kind of you were in third that grade. Joke. Yeah, I'm pretty young. How old was that? Eight. Yeah. Wow. No, nine. 18. You were eighteen. Am I ten years older than you? How old are you? Forty. I'm thirty. There you go. What a world. What a world. Closest Dude. frame of reference you have to that is like That's Super Smash Brothers Melee. Right. You yeah. were you were more of like a Super Nintendo guy, maybe even original Nintendo. <laughs> uh, did you want ever any part Gen- of you want to join the military? I did. I did NES, and then Genesis, mm. and then N sixty four. Cool. Those were my. What did you have for uh, Genesis? Uh, so- all the Sonic games were the big ones. Oh, Maximum Carnage. That's a fun. Did game. you play that Ooh. one? Did you play Maximum Carnage? Um, it, is that, that's a run and gun. You run down the thing. No, no, the Spider-Man game. Oh, with Venom. Oh, and, yeah, and Carnage. Venom and Carnage. That's a great yeah. game. It's, it's a side scroller. Really fucking difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, Carnage. That was a that's great. A great. I was obsessed. I really liked Carnage gotta, as a kid. I couldn't get the web swing to work. I could never get him to swing with the web. That sucks. Yeah, I don't think I. I think I rarely made it past like the second or third level, I know which it, is like the park that you go through. I can look at the box art. I can uh, see the box art. In my Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl, sure. The Beavis and Butthead. Uh, I know there was a game. Video game. 
where you have they to play uh, Guar at the end. They yeah, play Jack the yeah. World by Guar at the end. Of, you go cool. through the TV into different worlds, like cool. and they 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 bought tickets to Guar, and then uh, I think the neighbor's dog eats them, and then vomits them, or I think they get sucked into a lawnmower. Hmm. But all the pieces get scattered, and you have to go you through get these all the worlds pieces. to get yeah, the yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a great. That's a great idea for a game. That was a great game. That's a great game. Wait, what? Um, did you want to join the military at all when nine eleven happened? No. Any part of you is like, no, I want to join the military? None of no, no part of you. No, 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 not even a little bit. No, I had to. That's uh, where you and I. If different. you think about it, it's kind of the worst time to, to join. Why it was a big deal. Wait, nine eleven. That explain. My first reaction was like, uh, this kind of stuff happens all over the world. Right. Like, I was like, Fucking it sucks, me. but I wasn't like, yeah, yeah. fuck. I was like, this. I, my parents what? had to, like, help put it in perspective. Right. And I still am like, it's a terrible tragedy, but there's still worse. Can, you know what my first reaction happened. was? What? Great, more time to play Animal Crossing on the GameCube. Hell yeah. And I did. And I went <laughs> home and I played Animal Crossing and I was fucking excited about it. And I had a play date with my next door neighbor. It was great. Third grade. Wait, Third did grade. you ever want to be in the No. Okay. No, I was just I was just curious, like, I mean, because Bowmore, you're you're closer to my age. I mean, you did you I mean you weren't thinking military. I was in sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. So you weren't I mean you weren't By the time I was eighteen it was 2008, and we had kind of seen what right. the belligerents yeah. had wrought. Right. It was sort of like, oh, okay, so it's maybe not impressive to go do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's impressive, but it's not maybe not the smart move. Right. You didn't Adam Driver that shit, Anthony. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah. He ran. He went right away. I think it's like he tried. Did yeah. he really? Yeah, he, he, he joined went, up. Yeah, he yeah. goes to 9-11 um, and then got out and then went to Juilliard and then got on girls and the rest is history. I'll bet that helped with yeah. the girls. Well, it's it's someone was telling me on the GI Bill. Oh, got on girls. Girls to show. I thought you meant he went to Juilliard and got on girls. He got on girls. That's how I'm describing. I don't think I'd describe oh, fucking yeah. as getting on girls. I got on some girls That's last night. nasty. Hey, I don't know you, I man. Say that. yeah. That's fair enough, man. That's fair enough. I'm getting on some girls. Ugh. That's interesting. You were <laughs> almost young enough that you don't have a lot of memories pre-9-11. Um, I mean, like, hazy. Like yeah, it's just yeah. Start- no, that's true. You're just starting to have fourth grade is where you really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <gasps> Where you start <gasps> coming alive? I remember going to the airport and it wasn't a big fucking deal. Luke, remember that guy on the dating switch stream who was in the military and then used the GI Bill to go to the Hollywood School of Acting? Me and Zeke have been watching this stream on Twitch. That's like this e girl who does like speed dating, and like it's so clear to I think most people watching it that she's not going to date the people. But the people who come on, like, I think legit think they have a chance with her. And it's like, yeah, it's yeah. a very, it's a very like sort of like theater of life. Like it is cute bot. Yeah. And it really, at first it's really like, it's a crazy, it's crazy. It's like crazy. And this guy is on, and this guy was on, and then you see he's like a stoner and you slowly learn like he, he was in the military and then he was using his GI bill to go to like a um, sort of scam Hollywood acting college. And you're like, you should have become a coder. Fuck. Yeah. It was very sad. It was very sad, truly. Um, yeah. I hate to see anyone throw America's money away. At, could have become a, a coder. Thing, a scam acting. You ever thought about being a coder? 
Bo Moore? Gotta be a movie where I sing that. Uh, yeah, I, I did a Code Crushers thing one time, and I, I had a coding job working for the state of North Carolina. For mm-hmm. I, I had like a provisional hire, mm-hmm. and uh, it what it didn't feel like a coding job. It felt like a state job. It felt like mm-hmm. a just protect your job, stay in line. You know, like there's a fat woman who's been working there who doesn't know how to code. You're going to work for her. She's going to tell you things that don't make sense. You're going to have turned into code. Right, right, And I just couldn't hack it. I could, like, they gave me the option to renew, and I didn't take it. I went to work in a restaurant. Crazy. Yeah. That, I mean, that makes But that seems like the worst. You got to, you should go work for, like, a website or something. That's where you make the money. Go work for a website. Yeah. I, it, I <laughs> can't I, remember. That's, I'm a guy in 1999. It was a bunch of C++. <laughs> huh? It was a bunch of C++ for, like, database. It was database gotcha. shit. Gotcha, they had gotcha, me learn. Gotcha. And um, I learned data, I learned data, like, sort of complicated data entry database stuff. And I was going to, like, the state was like, whoa, we need this. And, um, mm-hmm. it was, it was a miserable environment. It, it was, yeah. it didn't feel like a, I don't know. There was, it was all, I hate to talk about like workplace politics. Everything's workplace politics, but it was, it was like, did you get the right type of birthday cake on someone's birthday? We all get yes. each other cakes on their birthday. Did you get the right cake or Weird. did you get the wrong cake? I can't even that imagine type of that. Shit. I've and never just, been, like, I've never been in a situation like that. Like a weird, like we're all like, I, like yeah. I am for a robust public sector. I believe in public sector jobs yeah. and public sector unions and all of the above, but that was a miserable job. That, that I sounds, I, that would make it. me go insane. Like a place where like people, yeah, yeah. it's like they make it like there is that type of workplace where people make it into like high school vibes, I feel like. And they yeah, like, yeah. Re, they replicate these like social strata for no reason other than I think out of boredom, it seems like. And you don't know what else is out there. Right. You just go straight from high it school It wasn't even, to like yeah. it was like preschool experience. teacher and children vibes. Preschool teacher. It and was children like, vibe. yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Less, it, was, it wasn't even as complicated as high school vibes. It was like right. so damn dumb. It's more like eighth grade. My brother, my little brother, mm-hmm. got a job working for a Shurion. A big, it's like exactly what it sounds like. Like nothing. It's That's where I'm going after just, Samsung yeah, fires me. A, a, a is huge in Nashville. Yeah. But he got the job immediately before quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like moved to Nashville for this job. And then everything immediately was work from home. Mm-hmm. So he, for almost a year, was doing this corporate job. He was like middle management. And he'd never met anyone in person. Crazy. It was all just Zoom meetings. It was all from home. And like months in, so he would like meet every day with his like same level of middle management, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, they're like, they all were like sitting down at their desk. And somehow it came up like months in. Uh, someone was like, how, like in some conversation, like how tall he was. And everyone was like, oh, like probably like five, 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 six. And he's like six feet tall. And he got so devastated (laughs) it went so to his head that he like he couldn't figure out he's like what about my personality made all of these people think i'm five five because that's short that's not even average yeah he was genuinely was like couldn't take it that he was like what about my demeanor makes people (laughs) how many people guess that you're five five it's like oh man so they think you're a little guy it makes you be like i'm dying this it makes it, but it makes you be like, there must be for all of them to guess the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. There must be something about his personality that just projects little guy. What is, what do you, th- I mean, you're and his he's brother. he's so, 
he like works out and he's like so into how big he is. And right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, well, you know, what do you think it is? Yours, brother. What do you think it is? Uh, I don't know. It might be uh, a sort of ineffable quality. Does he have sort of a weak will? Does he have a squeaky little voice? Does he have little dick energy? Does he have Damn. short arms? Uh, physical appearance. What it feels, yeah. What I mean, what is Well, it? no, that's the thing is what about just seeing this about hey, a person? Gentlemen. Yeah. I'm going to bow out because yeah. I want one more person to call in. I want yes, I want yes, some yes. new blood on this show. Bowmore. Thank Love you. Love y'all. Thank you for taking the call. Peace, bro. Didn't even realize we've been on so long. Does he have short king energy? I think he can. Yes, he does. That's so. That's a. That's a nightmare. That really yeah. is a nightmare. And well, if you're six foot, I'm five ten. I know. No, I know that that would never happen to me, though. You don't think you? Would I don't think anyone be. would assume I'm five five. I, I might think guess bigger. I realized. I think I have very average height. That's the energy I give off. In the last few years, I realized how often I misjudge people's height mm. compared to myself, and it's all based on personality. I totally great example of this is in my head, Nick Nanny. Is that that's my exact example? I was going to use is for example. I always assumed Nick Nanny was taller than me. Yeah, and then one day when we were on acid, I was like, I started laughing, and I yeah. was like, "It looks like you're like shorter than me." And you're like, and he was like, I... he's like, I think I am kind of shorter. He, than that me. guy is that guy could be six eight. He, in my head. Yeah, he's a giant. Um, he stands tall. We got another call coming in. You ready? Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. What's your name? What are you calling about? Hey, it's Tanner. What's up, guys? What's up, Tanner? How are you, my man? Tanner's here. Tanner's here. In the building. What are we up to tonight, boys, besides the beautiful stream? I've got nothing going on. Um, We're just hanging out. Popping off. You didn't call with anything? or? Nah, that's kind of my signature at this point. Just kind of calling in. Like, Say what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, done. so if anyone else wants to call in during my call, feel free to drop me, but I'm kind of just like life's here little, to do whatever. Life, the theme tonight is life's little life's moments. Little, okay. That feels like so, a funny sketch that never got made in the 90s. Life's little moments. Well, like, no, like a caller calls into a talk show, and then, but then that caller gets a call while they're on the, and then that yeah. call, like, it's just that like. That sounds, no, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like the out of a Mr. Show sketch into another Mr. Show sketch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the first, that's the first Mr. Show sketch on the first episode of Mr. Show, where he's like, hey, can I get, can I talk to the manager? And he's like, hold on, I got to call the, call the next guy up and then he calls the next guy up and then he calls the next guy up and bro well, looks like they covered it though. that's great i'm back. really happy to i mean yeah I think it's not exactly your idea but on the fun. first sketch is it yeah it's the first one on the first i thought the first sketch is them doing something with the audience for their like vampires or something infinite hold infinite hold that's where, like, they're like, hey, I put you on hold, right? The so, pre-taped call-in show, I was thinking, but it's kind of a different... AJ says... Oh, is it the I'm one where he's getting... Ch- is it the one where I'm he's trying to get change right for... Now. I'm not... He's trying to get quarters? I'm I'm not even fucking kidding. I'm getting another call right now. I'm going to decline it. <laughs> I am getting another... Bye. I thought the topic was movies, since you guys talked about movies for, like, an hour, but couldn't explain the movie. Okay, AJ. Fuck. Damn. 
God damn. Merge the call, Tanner. Yeah, quarters mostly. Yeah, I remember that sketch. For, oh, I think finish. Thanks. You know what? Mr. Show in general it hung up didn't on age me. well for me. Really? Yeah. I, you know, I think I watched it a little late. Um, I, I liked it, but I, it didn't like I had friends who were really obsessed with it. I was like, this is totally funny. I think both these guys are really funny, but I don't have like a I don't have like a real uh, like super strong attachment to it. I liked there was a with year. Bob and David. I'm super fan. though. <laughs> Maybe there was a year. I don't like David Cross. I don't I'm like not him. a fan of him at all. Really? Yeah. Clip it. Let's throw it on. Do you, do you not videos. like him in Arrested Development? Uh, I like him as an actor in Arrested yeah. Development. I don't like what I he's talking bad about the president. I don't but think not even, but you know what? Not even, like, I feel like he's serviceable. I feel like there's people that could have done it better. Yeah. Like, I don't even think he's, like, brilliant. Who could have done that no. role better in Arrested Development? Michael's um, freaking Scott. Michael, the character Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From The Office. Yeah, I, could have I done mean, it. that would be funny. I think also with sketch shows, too, like what Robbie's saying, Mr. Show meant the world to me in high school, but I wasn't precious about the bad sketches even then. Uh, one of the Mr. Show guys was at January 6th. Um, is that David Spade could have done it better. Agreed, Maltar. Um, is that all you sketch know what my shows, take is? a lot of the sketches are bad. Kids in the Hall, still, I can watch any single sketch, and it's the funniest thing I've seen. And I've seen those guys' solo shows in the last two years, and I was like, surely it's going to be... Yeah. This is going to be kind of not good, but right. I, it will be fun for me, and it's better than anything I've seen. Damn, that is honestly... Th- those, guys, those guys you know, are the real deal. My hot, take about, my hot take about Kids in the Hall is that the remake show is better than... Uh, the hung up on him. The guy who played the dad and honey, I shrunk the kids. Rick Moranis would be better in Arrested Development, or was he at January 6th? I don't think Rick Moranis was uh, at. Jay Johnson was. I was fucking with you, too. Tanner. You can call. You can call back in. I thought it was funny that that would be the take I hung up on you for. Wait, I didn't hear what he said. He said he thinks the remake of Kids in the Hall or the new season on Amazon Prime is better than the old one. Oh. <laughs> Who thinks that, right? Rick Moranis is gangsta. Rick Moranis also has a big um, uh, country career. You know that? Big country career? Yeah, like You're country music. You're not doing music. that to me again, okay? He, do you know Rick Moranis? Your head. You're not Shut up, dude. You do, do you think Rick Moranis has a... Uh, do you know that Rick Moranis has a big country music career? Yeah. He's the... You know when they play the... They have the big barrel and the one stick yes. and then one string. Yeah. He's the string on one of those that someone plays. You know, people make fun of that, but it'd, that be would have hard, been, it'd be hard to play. That's a good example of a joke that took so much setup it wasn't funny. Well, it's... it's Like you did earlier, so now it all we both well, have done one. Well, I think... Okay, let's... Vis- but if you visualize... No, This is totally different because yeah, yeah. you... I knew immediately what you were talking about, yeah. and then you just took a long time to explain it. So by that time it ended, it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna laugh because I I already got what you were saying. You were just but like that. You Rick were Moranis acting himself it out. is the string 
Oh, and that's what guy, you were and saying. Some guy is just playing Rick Moranis. Oh, I didn't even catch that because it got it took so long right. to, that you were like, I know where. But it's going. my thing was like, I, if it was I, presented I, visually, right? Just mine quick. ended with a punchline, though. I, I get it. Line. It wasn't funny. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. fine. But like, I think I was leading up. I, I was like leading up to something, and then I said. Boom! There's the line. You didn't laugh, but that's like at least cl- it was clean. You got you got to so say you it was led clean. up to something. It was clean. It wasn't funny, but it was clean. Washtub base. Washtub base. Yeah. If I had remembered the name of it, I could have just said washtub base. That's a washtub base. Is isn't that like that's washboard. that's a washboard. That's a washboard. Washtub bases. Tanner, sorry. Of- um, we are kind of leaving you out to dry here, man. Soap How's your day guitar. going? I like that. A lot of uh, shoe instruments. Shoebox. Shoebox. What? My day's going all right. Let's think back to what I did. Um, I went to my classes today. Uh, or actually, one class. I went to one class, and then I... Um, Okay, hung up on him. Great. It's hard to enjoy this stream because it's too professional with this high-quality green screen and CGI background. Well, I actually think that would make it easier to enjoy it because you're enjoying sort of this uh, great... Yeah. I mean, this is beautiful, don't you think, Anthony? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks... Yeah. It's nice. Luxurious. Yeah. And, we, and you can imagine we're just in a little room, but it feels like we're... God, millions... It feels like we could be anywhere. I can move up so high. Yeah. A little stream in the background. Yeah, it's nice. It makes it hard to relate to. It's a little too showbiz. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. On Twitch, you know, all these people, they have no professionalism. It all looks like shit. What if we fucking brought a little razzle-dazzle to the people? Is that true? I don't know anything A about lot of Twitch. it looks like shit. Some Did you see that cool. horse just come in? Yeah, that's, that's kind of a nice thing. Now we're at the zoo. I mean, this is the who's th- changing this stuff? The, the, the people in the chat. They can do that? Themselves? Yeah, they can activate little guys. Oh, and they can make the mice come. And the mice... I don't know anything about Twitch. It's mostly people playing video games. And then do people do this kind of stuff? Is a it few. The, There's is a few. the new podcast realm? Um, you know what's Live interesting? For podcast. example, Tom Sharpling, best show does it on twitch yeah um i think there's a fair amount of call-in shows i mean a call-in show because radio there's no radio and you got to do a call-in show you got to kind of do it live so i think this is kind of the preferred medium for a call-in show yeah that makes sense yeah um yeah i mean look we've got all that shit running around that's nice for a live yeah and we got mice at our feet would love to see anthony and megan do everything now you guys should do everything now those are friends of the show Oh, yeah. a funny improv show. Have you done it? No, I think I know most of those guys, though, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Make uh, it happen. Make it happen. Come on. Come on. Make it happen. We got a call coming in. What time is it? Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. What's your name, and what are you calling about? Hey, this is Robbie from Houston. Robbie, my man. How are you? <laughs> hey, I'm doing well. I was hoping you'd call um, in, man. I really was. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad nobody, I feel special that nobody else got this reaction, but I, I did. That's, well, you're, you're cool. kind of, you. Yeah, you're putting it on right now. What's going on? Well, I brought, because I'm wrong. Robbie <laughs> used to call in all the time, and now he only calls in every once in a while, and I'm trying uh, to, like, I want to yeah. butter him up a little so he feels like he wa- yeah, he'll want to call in. Come back, Robbie, come on. Robbie, come on, man. Uh, thanks. I, I've just, you uh, can see these people's phone of- numbers. Yeah. I'm going to call some of them back. <laughs> later. You're going to call later. Yeah. Put them in the phone. What's up, Robbie? You can hit me up. Um, yeah. 
I was I was wondering if you were excited for the new, new season of Real Time <laughs> with Bill Maher. Yeah, dude, he's coming back. Strike be damned. Uh, it's it's there's no more writers. It's just pure Bill. No more writers. It's just pure Bill. That I heard a story on Twitter. Somebody posted recently that they uh, uh, it was Josh Androsky was saying he his reps were sent him out for to write for Bill Maher, and they're like, no, what's good is it pays extremely well because he's so awful to work with. Like that was a known thing. Oh that wow! He, it paid better than like any writing job in Hollywood because working for him was such a nightmare. Wow! They have to like lure people. Literally, around. they were like the only way we can get people to do this. Mitch, I, I listen. I I I have this reaction internally. To everyone but I don't know Robbie you got the big guns tonight what can I say man thanks man Robbie I'll, was I'll, I being funny on best call. show I do think you were being very funny it was like my, my, my special little guy was on this, this big podcast I, w- I was there the I was on the... best show with Tom Sharpley today. wow doing what uh, tonight yeah. Uh, earlier and then you had to take a nap from that i literally did you get burnt out i kind of like was like i was kind of i was a little too tired and i was like i had a space where i was like did i call in no i was in the studio because sarah sherman friend of the show was doing it and they brought me on as well and i wow. did the show it was very cool um yeah it was cool and uh, that makes me feel good robbie i was literally like i i really wanted to do a good job as you can imagine yeah yeah. There was a banner at the bottom of the screen that said Sarah Sherman is on the show and right. thing that she was on. Your name was not mentioned. That's fine. Uh, I don't know why. No, I well it was because why. it was last minute. <laughs> like it, that is that makes sense. It was like they they t- yeah, that's chill. Um that doesn't yeah. hurt my feelings at all. Why would it? Yeah. Uh were people in the chat saying I was doing a good job? Um I don't know. I wasn't uh I was, I was really just Posting, uh, admiring your, your presence, not really reading the rest of the chat. I was so good, he couldn't. He wasn't even reading the chat. I think. Well, so. that's great to hear, Robbie. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really why I wanted to, to call in. That's why I was excited, so I could make you say publicly, "I did a good job" for everyone who didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you calling yeah. in about, though? Wait, can I ask? Yes, one please. Follow up question. Please. This reminds me, who did? Who canceled that I am replacing? No one canceled. I thought that I was going to Sarah's show tonight. And then she, uh, it was like the weird, there was like, she couldn't let a lot of people in and I wanted to do the stream because I couldn't do it last night. Uh, so it was just a last minute. I needed someone. Okay. Yeah. I got a last minute text. Yeah. I got a yeah. text today that said last minute. Do you want to? Yeah. And then I was then thinking about you doing the best show today and then needing to take a nap. Yeah. And then I was thinking about what was your whole day that you also were like last minute, I got to get a guest for tonight. Then I got to go do the best show. It's, I'm we be had, so tired from being funny. I got to take a nap. It's not that uh, it's so tired from being funny. It's that I've been having so much trouble sleeping. I've been, and then I drink energy drinks all day because oh, I'm yeah. so tired and have stuff to do that I've, I'm, I'm in a, uh, I'm in a like, uh, uh, I'm in a, I'm in hell. I'm in a, I'm in a, a cyclical hell where I'm always tired yeah, or yeah. too wired. Anyway, Robbie, what are you calling it about my man? Anything particular? Um, uh, I, I invited a friend over mm-hmm. tomorrow to to help. Where I figured we could uh, bat around ideas for like a for a short film, and it seems almost inevitable that her uh, horrible fiance will be will be tagging along. Mm. Uh, what should I do in this situation? 
Um, does he have any? Uh, this is a great question. Does he have any? Like, does he want to make movies as well? It. I bet he probably does. Right. He. Uh, <laughs> he does. I think he considers himself a creative. Right. He's. I've mentioned him. I think, at the very least, in your Discord, he is a. Uh, he writes as like. The token yeah. conservative on a <laughs> on like a queer website. Yeah, uh, he's like an alt like alt light kind of dude. Yeah, kind of. It's he's he's got a really weird bit that I don't fully understand. Right, he's like an edge lord, and he's gonna tag along uh, for for certain. Um, does he like video games? Could you like put a Nintendo Switch in his hands and say, "All right, that." That's what I told his fiance was that I would just set him up in my room with the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah. Super Mario Wonders coming out. You know what I mean? Maybe you can get an early copy, let him play it, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to put on a, a sensory video for him of, like, uh, smiling fruits bouncing up and down <laughs> on screen. <laughs> like that a child would watch on an iPad? Yeah, yeah like, an, like a newborn infant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, any ideas? How can you? So the idea is like. So wait, her, your friend is making a short film. They're pitching they're, short films together. They're like trying to come up with a short film. And then she, the fiance is coming. The fiance is coming along to pitch. I think he's just coming, and you're worried it, he's going to get in there. Uh, I'm just. I'm worried that I'm going to have to like, sort of like, uh, like. Tell him that his ideas are like interesting oh. or like worth my time, right? Or that like I, see I don't what know. You're saying. Just, he'll yeah, disrupt yeah. the flow of the whole thing. Is there any I way you can say to the friend, legit? This is now we're going legit. Yeah, uh, it'd be like, Let's hey, be do you think maybe just us could meet up and then we could go get food with him after? Just because I really want to focus on this. Is that on the table at all? That is an interesting idea that I can <laughs> I can make a point to include him in some small way. Like whenever oh, yeah. my parents would give me like a small present on my sister's birthday. Exactly. As a kid, so, to, so you didn't know. throw a – you, literally you're trying to avoid a tantrum. Yeah, yeah. You say, hey, let's go get food everywhere. I can't wait to chill with him. But um, do you mind if just the two of us meet up? So then he, he feels like he gets his toy, you know, yeah. which is your starling conversation. Starling, Sterling? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a good idea. That is a that is a very good idea. And don't I, ever I could say probably process them. We don't. Yeah, you could trick. I mean, you just got to trick her and him. You always got to be tricking people. I believe that. Yeah. In this I don't world. know what I'd do. I yeah. have joke advice, and then I but I don't know what I'd do for real. You know, throw the joke advice down. Sometimes humor. Yeah, I'm interested in the joke advice. Reality. Dunk his head in a toilet. <laughs> I would love to do that. Yeah, he'd drown though. Oh my god, I wish. What would you do? I don't know. I don't know. It's been so long since I've I I don't know. I think you're situation. I think you're just screwed. Yeah, I think you're a little screwed. I, I think mean, you just have to accept that you have to work with <laughs> I this think guy. yeah, you gotta accept that you're gonna have to make a short film about like why SJW culture doesn't like crank anchors come back or whatever. <laughs> the way it should. They did though. They allowed that that show to come back. Yeah, they didn't bring back some of the characters around. though. Yeah, they true. won't let it come back. They won't let it. No! The Crank Anchors <laughs> fandom is dying. 
Um, the Bubkiss fandom is dying. Important question. Why did you choose black socks over traditional white with your shoe choice? Are you talking to me? Is that both of us, I guess? I always like wearing black, black, black with the black shoes, the black socks, and the black jeans. I usually uh, don't wear black socks or white socks. Hmm. But I have a lot of black socks, so I've been trying to cycle through them. What happened to the red socks? That was only for the thing. Why shoes in the house? Because I think it's... I, and I've said that, Robbie, you'll attest to this. I think it would be fucking perverted to do this show and neither of neither me nor the guests were wearing shoes every single time. I, I hate that. You could just yeah. blur out the feet. <laughs> I could just blur out the feet. That's true. That show is yeah, how I... You, huh? You oh, you were making a lot of noise earlier about how you could blur out your genitals and... uh you have the Photoshop skills to blur out, or no, obscure, I guess, your genitals in like a Photoshop. Yeah, uh, well, that's a still image. I mean, then you get, I mean, the moving image, it becomes so much more complicated. Yeah. The frames per second. I, you take one image of me. I don't think I could make a full animation where I'm running around naked and my genitals are a mound. You could have little <laughs> sneakers or little slippers that you just wear for the show. Mm, and I give the, like at Wee Spa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you been to Wee Spa? Oh, yeah. I'm a big yeah. K-Spa head. You go full naked? Yeah, always. I go f- before I even get in the front door of the building. I show <laughs> up in the car. I take off all my clothes and I the walk The overlook just followed. Thanks for the follow. The overlook. Luke. The overlook. That's almost us combined. I thought someone was making a Anthony joke. Anthony Overlook. Oberbeck, though. I know. Oberbeck. Yeah, I know. Oberlook. Luke's computer. Yeah, that's the bot. Um... Robbie, have you ever been to a Korean spa? Have I ever asked you this before? Probably have a million times. Uh, no, I have not. I don't think I, and I know I, I've heard you tell people that it's nudity is it's it's, it's a different different context yeah, over there. But I, I simply you don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> no. You couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I won't. I won't give my spiel on it then. What's your spiel? My spiel you just is gotta that get used to it. My spiel is that I think people get a little bit, and myself included, the first time you go, you get a little bit weirded out by the nudity. You think you will be, but then you realize actually it is a completely a, a space to me devoid of sexuality because it's all about like. It's just like the human. It's like it's like an uh, it's sexual in the way like an, an anatomy textbook is sexual. Like it's just yeah. like people in space, you know. Yeah, I think by even the- unsexually, in a non-sexual way, are you looking at other people's genitals and being like, "That's a that's a pretty good dick," or "That's a terrible dick." Um, I think you realize pretty quickly everyone has a weird, ugly-looking dick. That's kind of what I'm saying. Is like everybody's. You, go, you realize everybody's go, body's fucked up and weird, yeah. and their dicks are weird, and like you're just like, oh yeah, we're all ugly like sacks. There's That's no, how I yeah, feel. there's absolutely no perfect specimen. No, I, there's no perfect dick going around. No. Sometimes, because it's L.A., there's a guy who's really ripped with a fucking third leg. But then even that, you're like, I bet he's got problems of his own, you yeah. know? It's probably not all, you Mental know, sunshines and rape. <laughs> maybe. There's a guy, or maybe a rape relationship. Yeah, there's a guy there. <laughs> also, glasses list. Yeah, he's not really bad. But yeah, if you don't wear glasses, too, Robbie, I don't know if you have glasses or contacts, but you're not looking yeah. at any Johnsons whatsoever. Uh, shit, you're right. Yeah, so. Um. Yeah. What's okay. the short film idea? Uh, I don't know. I just want to do something uh, horror-based. I haven't fun. really uh, come up with any ideas yet. The Blair horror Witch based. Project 2. Yeah, they made that already. Or 3. As a feature. I think <laughs> they, they probably did. made Everyone 3. Hated it. 
Yeah, right. They're making a video game. Can you believe that? Of the Blair Witch? Uh, I, yeah. I wish I could. Fuck that. I think that there that might be an okay uh, Blair Witch. Yeah, are you, you going to make Skidamarink, Robbie? He's mainly inspired. Um, yeah, I've got some old childhood toys I can <laughs> just zoom in on or <laughs> take static shots of for 10 minutes at a time. Did you like Skidamarink? Uh, I didn't see it. Oh, I liked it. You didn't like it, Robbie, huh? Nah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um... It's one of those movies, and I'm just guessing, but it's like, after all the hype, I could see it easy to be like, eh, fuck this. I think it's either... I I find... If you saw it at just some film, like, small film festival, where everything else was just, like, shit, boring, and, like, trying to be, you know, trying to get this person a career or whatever, and then Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, eh, that was fucking weird, and they made it for... It was, like, actually something interesting, and they made it their house. I think that's true. I think... Mitch makes the point, uh, Love, Skin, and Ring never felt more physically petrified in theater. I think what it comes down to is, if you saw it, and you were scared of it, you liked it, but there... I could see seeing it and being like, that wasn't scary at all, but for me, it was... I think one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Like wow, it was really? very viscerally terrifying because it just like hit me. Is Luke on the left and Anthony on the right? Yes, I'm Luke. That's Anthony. Yeah, but he's just a guest. He's not always here, and he's a last minute guest at that. But he did a good job. Or they mean politically, in which case also yes. I saw and mostly hated it, and I loved it. Yeah, you're also I'm mostly on the left, and you're on the right. And Robbie is our centrist caller that calls in every week and kind of <laughs> says, can we just, like, can we put the politics aside and just drink a beer once in a while? Horror, I feel like horror in general. Well, Robbie, you like horror in general? I really do. I, okay. I think it's a great avenue for, like, creative images and ideas. I agree. I guess I'm never scared, scared. Really? Yeah. So then oh, yeah, sometimes I feel rare. like I'm losing the effect. But then there's movies I like that I'm like, this is horror and I like it, but it's it's not because I was scared. It's just because there's like something else cool there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I it's I don't you know, for me, I was very scared of movies growing up and now I don't really get that. Like I talk to me was an interesting one. Did you see talk to me? The one with the hand, the Australian horror movie that came out recently. Uh, I don't think so. Did you see it, Robbie? I did. I I liked it. I to me very uh, did not find it scary really at all. I was not scared by it, which I would. And it was crazy that to me that people thought it was scary. Oh, it's yeah. fun. I don't know. Did you think it was scary, Robbie? No, I, I think there's only like three or four actually scary movies. Yeah, and everything what? else is just sort of like like fun. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. Like, Hereditary really scared me when I saw it the first time. That was sort of my foray into scary movies as an adult. Scary. Inland Empire uh, is one of the only movies that's made me, like, recoil. Really? Fear. What part? The scene where she, like, sort of turns down a corridor and there's, like, the weird clown face for just, like, a moment. Yeah. That something about yeah. when that... That yeah. it was like a jump scare that yeah. really worked in like yeah. such a deep. I feel that with Mulholland way. Drive with the like freak at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah outside like of the I diner, just, it's like, like it's because you're so not expecting it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lake Mungo. Yeah, you have recommended that, Mitch. Um, Robbie, have you seen? Did you see Possum? No, I'm not familiar with Possum. 
That was pretty good. The the do you know Garth Marenghi? Yes. You remember that show? Mm-hmm. The guy, I do, yes. The guy that made that show, he just made like a legitimate oh, horror movie. Cool. Yes. But it's not it's it's like an homage to just like nineteen thirties, like atmospheric, weird horror. Cool. That sounds great. Yeah. About a a guy just like going to his childhood home and confronting like a doll. And it it just is like that sounds awesome. Yeah. I really want to see that. Yeah, yeah. I love Garth. I, my, Garth Marenghi has my favorite comedy line of any show ever, which is in the first episode. And he says, "Hi, I'm Garth Marenghi, and I'm the only author who's written more books than I've read." Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I think that's a near perfect joke. I really I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. That made him laugh. The resume thing didn't though. All right, Robbie. Well, we gotta go because it's we're out of time here tonight. But thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, of course. Uh, Anthony, I can't wait to see Dad and Stepdad. No Where are you going to see it? How long it takes. I don't know. I, whenever it comes out, I, Where are I'm you? very eager to. I'm in Houston. Oh, it's coming to Austin. Make the drive. Uh, I could maybe do that. How long <laughs> is the drive? It's like two and a half hours. Make the drive, Robbie. You only get one chance to see Dad and Stepdad in Austin. In Austin, Alamo Draft. Are you going to be there? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's I mean, two nights in Austin. I'll be there for both of them. Robbie? Okay. Ma- ma- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, he really needs to move I the tickets. Like, you don't have to commit now, but... <laughs> but it'd be really nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least buy a ticket. You don't even have to go. I could probably get you a Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. Wow. That'll kind of subvert the, like, five hours of gas that he's going to have to pay. But yeah. Comp. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it'll be nice because he's going to probably spend about 40 bucks on gas. <laughs> a comp. All right. I can get uh, you a, see you later, I Robbie. can maybe get you two comps. All right. Thanks. Take care. He doesn't fucking I know. missed the cheese question, but that's what, what's the best cheese for sandwiches? For me, it's provolone. Uh, for sharp cheddar. Oh, yeah. For me, it's the big fat one that you always get fucking stuck in your teeth. Yeah. And you chew on it. Mm, I like that like big, a big cheese. fat load. <laughs> All right. Well, the this has been. Cheese. Anthony, you really, you know, you're, you're <laughs> to use a phrase that you might like, you're a stepdad that stepped up today and helped me in a time of need. Are you the stepdad in the movie or are you the dad? I'm the stepdad. You're the stepdad that stepped up and. Came on this show last minute, and I really appreciate that, man. Thanks for having me. You're a great guest. Uh, I hope you mean that. I do. Great. I do. Do I, I don't always say that after, do I? It was a real journey. It was a real journey. And we talk, We talked. it was funny, and we talked about movies, which are the only two things I like doing on this. <laughs> and it's what I usually do every single night. Um, Anthony, while I look for someone to raid, will you... Yeah, I'll, I'll raid your old dad. You guys really fucked up when Tanner called. Shut up, Tanner. Yeah. Uh, 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 you want me to plug? Yeah, stuff? you got any plugs? Yeah, dad and stepdad. It's coming to those places. It's going to be at Alamo Drafthouse Theaters in uh, L.A. October 5th, San Francisco October 6th, uh, Austin, Texas October 9th and 10th, Denver, Colorado October 12th, Chicago October 14th, uh, New York sold out. October 19th, but I think they're going to add more that weekend. So uh, coming soon to a city near you. 